Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Good morning. It is time to skip the BS. Time for undisputed. Time for me to say, how about them Eagles? Ugh. Richard Sherman will join us in just a couple of minutes here on Undisputed, but it is now time for me to welcome Michael Irvin and Keyshawn Johnson to go deep on what they saw last night because the Eagles broke open last night's game in Philadelphia with one of their patented 83-yard, 13-play drives that killed almost seven minutes at fourth quarter clock. Smart, smart. Yep, finally made it 31-17, over two in the Dolphins. That was the final score. So, the Dolphins managed only 17 points and 244 yards, about half of what they had been averaging. Mr. Irvin, what did the Eagles prove to you uh, last night? Well, the Eagles, and when you're a championship team, you want to be able to say, hey, we didn't play our best and we still win football games. But what I saw last night with the Eagles, and I told you guys here, as I sat and watched football yesterday, it was a peaceful day. I did not have the worry. I did not have True. the stress. Good point. I know what and you're talking about. And I was able about. to just absorb information, mm -hmm. take it in, ingest, digest, and now mm -hmm. I'm ready to give it back to you. <laughs> and it was good information, great information. What I saw with those Eagles, first of all, I told you guys right here that that game was going to be won or lost right on the offense and defensive lines. Mm. And that game started out. They were playing that darn rocking music. I said, oh, mm. oh. Mm. Did y'all see that opening of the, that rocket was playing in mm. Philly? I said, oh, oh, boy. Uh -oh. Somebody finna get hit at the mouth. Mm. That's what that was. And Philly came out, and you talked about it, Skip, mm. with that patented drive. Yeah. I would have done the same thing because it set the stage. I thought this was very interesting in that element and everything. This set the stage for the kind of football game it was going to be. You remember what I talked about last week. Those players in Philly said, we can't run with this team. We must bring them pain. And they started out early bringing them pain. I thought to myself, no way Miami can play with this. No way. What when, when Jalen Carter rushed, what he did to that whole interior Miami offensive line, I said, oh, it scared me. I thought this was about to be a blowout. Mm. I said they were about to run Miami right out the park, right out the park. In, and, 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 and that defense was physical. But Miami stuck in there. Miami stuck in. Miami mm -hmm. stuck in because that second quarter, they, Miami, they, late in the game, Miami started coming back. 
Miami started coming back and, and, and put Philadelphia in a football game. He wow. will get into that. They put him in a football game. Now, it's about the winners right now. Then we'll get to Miami. The winner right now, and I'm going to tell you why Philly is the best right now. Why, why I like Philly. You mentioned it mm-hmm. when, when you talk about the Cowboys. Yep. You always say you call him 11 from heaven. Thank you. Well, they have an 11 Mom. from heaven. A, oh, he's B. on the other side of the ball. A.B. Yeah. Now, I, I told, yeah. I'm telling everybody, I know we've been, we say A.B., everybody thinks, thinks about the other no, one. But that's A.B. 84. That one. This is A.B. 11. I'm calling him A.B. 11 because it's all about 11 for the Philadelphia Eagles. A.B. all about. Y'all get what I'm saying. This is a bad boy right here. And I got receipts on this because we did it on the other show yesterday yep. talking about which receiver would you take. And everybody thought I was going to say Tyreek Hill, but I went AB11 right here. This 6'4", 225-pound monster is not just making plays. I mean, it's the kind of catches he's making that he's covering up any blemish on Jalen Hurts. And a lot of the blemishes that are going on with the Philadelphia Eagles right now, whenever they get in a situation, they're just saying, A.B. 11 from heaven, make a play. And he's been making plays, man. He is right now incredible. That's what I took away. Now, we're going to keep talking about this. I go on the Miami side, but, but, but Philly, that was a good win for Philly. No, we'll mm. stay right with Philly then since it was a mm. great win for Philadelphia. Best team in the NFC. And now we'll get an opportunity to see the San Francisco 49ers tonight. But when you talk about Philadelphia and what they were able to do on both sides of the ball, and I know, Michael, you said that the Miami Dolphins were hanging around, so to speak, whatever, however you want to couch it. But at the end of the day, Philadelphia was in total control of this football game on the outset. When you look at what they were able to do offensively, you look at that young man in Jalen Hurts, he throws an interception, that's a tip ball, it's tied up 17-17. There was no panic at all in his eyes. You can look around the National Football League yesterday and any other week, and you see panic in quarterbacks' eyes when something goes wrong. That wasn't the case with Jalen Hurts. It was not the case with Devontae Smith. Not the case with A.J. Brown, as you mentioned. And when you look at Swift at the running back spot, he did not yeah, give you he did not give you 150 yards. But what he did mm-hmm. is when he needed to tote that football, he toted it the right way. So offensively, Kelsey pulling. Coming out of the center position, uh, uh, the tight end, making plays consistently down the field for them offensively. And then when you talk about defensively, they showed up in a way that many people didn't think going into this game. They figured, okay, it's going to be a track meet. Waddle did get injured and had to leave the game. But when you look at Tyreek Hill, yeah, he had an explosive touchdown play. I still would say... Get your hands on him. Don't just allow him just to run free. I know it's scary to get all the way up on him. You're scared to death. But at least try. At least try to some degree. They negated the running game on the Miami side. First half, Miami had minus seven points running. I mean, seven yards running the football. When that happens, you are now at an advantage because of what Miami wants to do offensively. And then you talk about it comes I'll, I'll off just, the run game. Somehow I'll slide the Dallas Cowboys in this equation. Mm. Somehow you talked about A.J. Brown as the 11 from heaven. Well, Hassan Reddick can't. I mean, that dude uh, coming off that edge, whether he's blocked or unblocked, whether he's harassing the pressure, just in the way, 
He did that pretty much all night long. They had to account for him. And when that happens, you do something in the mindset with the offensive line. And I look at this team in Philadelphia without seeing the San Francisco 49ers tonight against the Minnesota Vikings. I look at this team in Philly, and I say they're the best team in the NFC. Mm. They are the best team in the NFC because they answered. A week ago, people were pointing fingers and saying, well, oh, there's a book on you. Can't throw the ball all over. You can't do this. Can't do that. What is Philadelphia all about? Philadelphia is all about balance Hmm. and playing and understanding that we have to answer the bell based on what happened against New York. In New York, we're going to answer it, and they did it on a big stage. Hmm. So you have to tip your hat off to them. You have to. Hmm. We tip your hat. We'll come back around to it. Time out. Did you forget about the other team in the NFC just because they didn't play yesterday, as Michael alluded to? Did you forget there's this team in Dallas? They're still still afloat. They're still alive. They still – they're members of the NFC East. Really? Huh. Well, I feel like I just swallowed a bug after I listened to your argument or the case that you made. And I'm going to be the first to admit, before I launch on this, I just don't like the Philadelphia Eagles because I never liked them since I was a little kid. I don't think Michael Irvin likes the Eagles because his career virtually ended there. Is that fair to say? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, it yeah. Ended and there. they, they no, didn't no treat him very well that day. So whatever. No, no, and so like you're more objective than I am about the Eagles. But I, I got to tell you, last night to me was more about the team that lost 31 to 17 because it's fraudulent. It's not what everybody raved about what it is. It's just a but if, if they can't run the ball at all, if you just say we are going to take all of your sleight of hand off away, all your your speed, this and your counter this and all the hocus pocus that you try to run the football with. If we take that away and make little Tua stand back there and try to beat us with his arm, he cannot beat you with his arm. And by the way, he got away last night with four or five completed passes that were just passes and prayers. He just he just flings it up and it floats and somehow somebody catches it. He was very lucky. He didn't have three or four interceptions last night. And if I could show you the first offensive play of the game for the Dolphins, what, what was this? Mike McDaniel saying, I'm a wizard. Watch me. Watch me on the solo Sunday night stage. The first play, look at Tyreek. He lines up under what? Tackle? I don't know. What, what is that? And they get a delay a game. And I'm saying, okay, they're going to lose. They're going to lose because Mike McDaniel's coming in here saying, I, I got to out trick them. No, you don't. Come on. You, you just line up and play football. Is that what you have to do on the first play of the game? What, what is Tyreek doing? Have you ever seen this before? Have you got, I've never seen that. Yeah. Have you ever seen a wide receiver line up under? What's he under? The tackle? Yeah, split. Yeah. Well, he, he's, messing, okay. he's messing with the defense. Here okay, he, fine. He knows, he knows that they've gone through a whole week of practice yeah. moving out, out around number okay. 11. Trying to identify how to spot up and how to call a defense. Okay, but, but you get a delay of game yeah, on your first yeah, offensive bad, play? That won't work for me. I, I am sorry. And then, look, I, I believe in Jalen Hurts. I said the day, the moment he was drafted, I just immediately tweeted that he's going to be better than Carson Wentz immediately. And then ultimately I said he will change life in Philadelphia. But he is turning the ball over at a high rate now. Oh. And he turned don't, it over two more. Two more. Two more. And, and by the way, would you believe he has the second most turnover so far in the yes. NFL to Desmond Ritter? To Desmond Ritter, he's second in turnovers. Wow, interesting. Oh, but I didn't hear that from Keyshawn. I didn't hear that at all. That was a ball don't lie because they got screwed on the face mask on Sam Wilson. 
Huh? Cedric he did Wilson? a good job. Okay, but jumped. Cedric Wilson got face mask, and it should have been something, either uh, a mask okay. or a pass interference. Right. Ball, don't lie. So the ball got tipped where it was supposed to go, and it got picked six, and all of a sudden it's 17. I a brain yeah, it, Well, it does. It's just like in basketball. Ball, don't lie. So the, the point is that, that Jalen Hurts comes out in the second half, and he's wearing a knee brace. And I'm saying, uh-oh, here we now, go that's again. Another he, he missed, we he missed a bunch of games last year. He does you. run with the football. He does put himself in harm's way. And here we go again. And he got away with it in the second half, but they were very tight-lipped after the game because it felt like he banged up his knee. I don't know the extent of it, but it felt like it was not <laughs> good. Man, Am I right? Am I right? The man right. said I'm going to be fine. Well, what else are you going to say? Well, what are you going to say? He was limping when he, right. he was he limping. And he limped away from that he, interview. And he said, I'll be fine. Mm. But now, wait, wait, wait. Why you can't take the man at his words, Skip? You know and I know. No, I don't know. I only know what he said. Hold on, hold on. I want to take him at his word. But I thought that was interesting how he slipped it in. I was saying when, I, when he slipped it in, was, was, is that some form of uh, admission, excuse me? I don't know what it is. Ah, Why are excuse you slipping for what? Oh. I don't know, but what, what, for <laughs> having 10 turnovers at this time. Yes, or, he's got or 10 something. turnovers. I don't yep. know. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's all I'm saying. But y'all but now, make, y'all now he are did, going to drive me no, no, crazy, no, Michael. Okay, but, but mm-hmm. I, I want to get back to this game. Because he did what he needed to do yesterday to win that football game. Right? That's true. Now, I, I want, let, let's, let's talk about this now. Because you said that they controlled the game the whole game. I, I, I don't subscribe to that. You don't? I, I, thought, I thought that I, the way I saw it with my five eyes, the way I saw it, <laughs> the way I saw it was, was. The way you wanted to see it. Philadelphia, no, no, the way it went down. Philadelphia hit him in the mouth, physically hit him in the mouth. Miami looked shocked at how Philly hit him in the mouth. But then they settled in, and they started moving that ball up and down against Philadelphia. They were going moving sideways and hitting, they were hitting holes running the ball. Let me tell you something. That drop pass by Tyreek Hill was humongous. It was humongous. Let's, let's break that down. Let's break it down. If he had caught that touchdown, it would have made it 17-17. 17-17. And, and now if it's 17-17, and then you get the next play. Tyreek Hill don't drop that ball. You, he gets that touchdown. It's 17-17. That ball right here. Now, 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 okay, now so wait, 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 wait. Let me finish. Let me finish. We, we can call this an anomaly because Tyreek Hill makes this play all the time. All the time. It's, all the time. It's so funny. I don't mean to digress, but mm-hmm. let me just say you this. You digress. Let's skip it right quick. But Skip, you'll get this, Skip. You'll get it. This, watching this, it reminds you so much of yesterday. You remember Dan Marino and them two little receivers, Duper and Clayton, mm-hmm. and they ran right down the seams. They used to creep right down the seams. I'm from Miami. Mm-hmm. I was sitting there saying, as they were coming back, I said, oh. Coming yeah, back? This looks like something right here. About? Then, well, what do you mean coming back? They if they would have hit that they pass right there. Let's what I'm saying. If they would have hit that pass. Let me finish. Let me okay. finish. That would have been 17-17. Now you come back out. After you kick the ball off, you get an interception. Miami up 24-17. So they were not always so in control. So Listen. So wait. And so, now, wait, now you wait, go. Wait. I'm just cast the interception no, no, after no, the No, 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 no. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Yeah, wait a minute. Wait you a go, minute. You're going to just automatically say what at 17-17 that Philly going to throw a pick. They going to run what, the same what, play what, at 17-17 what, what, that they, what, that I, they I, ran. But we, we don't know. All we can you do, said that 
all we can me. do is take down what happened in the game. That play did happen. If that if they scored that touchdown, they would have kicked the ball off. They'd have had the ball probably in that area anyway. Mm. I right, so 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 those were possibilities. That's all I'm saying. I'm just combating this. You think they were they were totally in no, control of the game the whole time? That is not the absolute you, truth. And I can't let the people come here this early in the morning and leave with something that's not the truth. I'm sorry, I'm going Irvin. What you are trying to do is flip the script. No, no, no. I'm it's what you're trying to do. Yes, Tyreek, if Tyreek scores, it's 17-17. Right. But you're not going to sit up here and cap people out by saying, oh, well, they're going to get the ball at the 25-yard line anyway, and then they're going to run the same play but, and throw but, an interception. That's not true. You know if it's 17-17 at that time, the mindset on uh, uh, Nick Sirianni and the offensive staff is different than they was at that point in time. Oh, you uh, know uh, that. Okay, so you're saying you're – saying, if it's 17-17, the game is tighter. They won't no, I'm trust Jalen no, to throw no, it. No, I'm not. Are oh, you saying they don't trust Jalen Hurts there I, to throw the ball? I never said that at well, all. That's what, what it sounds I, like. What I said is the play selection will be different at that point in time opposed to going out, uh, stopping but, him from but, scoring. But, but, but would they allow him to throw the ball? And he has yeah. 10, 10 turnovers course, already. Of course so they allow him to throw the ball. Assume, we he threw the that. ball all day long to A.J. Green. Okay. 15 targets, okay. 10 receptions, okay. a buck 37, 42-yard long and a touchdown. I, 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 he you, threw you, the you football. You won't receive the reality. Just Dallas Goddard, the tight end, caught the foot. He threw it. You know, he scored a touchdown. He caught crucial plays, plays because they allowed Jalen Hurts to throw the football. I understand you and Skip. I get it. You guys want the Philadelphia Eagles to feel a certain way about their win. You also, Skip in particular, would like to. I'm going to get there. But it's this game. But your little tricks to try to figure out how to discredit Philadelphia to uplift the Dallas Cowboys who didn't play. Okay. Yes. Don't 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 lean back on me and try it. It's not going to work. I'm talking about. I'm talking about Miami. Skip. Skip said that that Miami is fraudulent. Two weeks ago, Miami offense was the world beater. The yeah. Denver Broncos, they hung 70 I, on them. I, I Everybody was it. going crazy you, you about You were. I wasn't. Oh, no, I was okay. never good. Because one I thing that I said, if you remember, and I always say this, mm -hmm. regardless if the weather is at 20 degrees or 40 degrees, when you come from South Florida in the Florida area, you go to cold places, something just, I don't know what it is. Okay. It does not travel well, All right. and I've seen that against Philadelphia. Okay, Skip. you got it. So what do the Eagles do best? They play keep away because their quarterback can convert third downs and especially fourth downs. And by the way, I'm going to say it again. Whatever you want to call that sneak play, in my <laughs> career, in all my years watching your game, I have never seen a more right. unstoppable play than right. that play. Right. I never in my lifetime unstoppable thought... Unstoppable for them. Th th unstoppable, Philly. that's what I'm saying, because it usually... No matter how great the play is, there's an answer for it. And I have not seen anybody come close to having an answer for that play. So I give you that. That's how, remember, they converted four of four fourth downs last night. They were only four of 12 on third down. But if you add in the fourth downs, wait, they're eight of 16. That works. That's how you play keep away yeah. because they won time of possession. Here's the real final score. It's 37 minutes to 23 minutes. So the Dolphins just don't have the ball enough to do the damage that they usually do. Even though they're quick strike, they could not run a lick because they wind up with 12 carries the Dolphins did for 45 yards, and that included one Mostert where he got loose oh, he for, for 21 yards. Okay, so that means 11 times they ran it for 24 yards. Do the math on that. That's horrendous. The Eagles just said, we're taking away all of your hocus pocus. You're not going to trick us. We'll just make you eat it. And finally, 
true. Do they, not, do they not get credit yeah, for that? Yeah, they kids? do. They do. Okay. But it's it's not that hard to do that to the what Dolphins. What do you mean it's not And then that? little Tua stands yeah, back hard. there it's and hard. throws off his back foot and just throws one of his puffballs. We have his interception. I don't know what route Waddle and Mostert are running. They look like they're running the same route to me. But he just throws a puffball and big play Slade just says, oh, thank you very much. And it floats and it hangs and it floats and like a punt. He throws punts. And but guess what? They picked it off and that was basically the game. But you got to give Philadelphia the credit for yeah. creating those issues for them. Mm-hmm. Skip, you say, yeah. oh, he just throws a puff ball. I don't know what the mm-hmm. – it was because the pressure comes to bear. The defense mm-hmm. caused those sure. issues for the All Miami right. Dolphins offense. It's simple. That's what they're going to do to the Cowboys in two weeks. They're going to cause issues. Okay. And and wait a second. They caused so many issues last year that Cooper Rush goes in there to Philadelphia last year. You're not talking about last year. Okay. Well, I'm just just telling you what happened. The same thing happened because Cooper Rush cut the score to 20 to 17 in the fourth quarter. And then they go on a nine minute drive and they just keep converting third down, third down, third down. What are they supposed to do? Not convert. I got it. I got it. They're not supposed to convert for you. They're not supposed to convert. Can I ask you guys this question? How is it that we are watching the same thing and getting such a different perspective of this? Skip, I cannot buy into that Miami is fraud. Fraudulent. Thing. No, God, no. I, don't, I don't see. Wait a minute. Now, I just told you how close this game was. Mm. How close this game was. And, 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 and Philly, 11 for heaven mm-hmm. and AB11 is a bad man. But Miami, Miami has something coming. They have at least two something coming. It's one called Xavier Howard and one called Jalen Ramsey mm-hmm. that'll they help you with AB from 11. So stop, let, 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 let's, let's stop burying Miami because really what you'll find out, mm-hmm. you think you're burying them. I heard Mike McDaniel say something yep. yesterday, and I like what he said. He said, this is a young team. We have to see games like this. We have to see this kind of intensity. We have to see it in this kind of environment. This is going to help us down the road when we get the mother real dogs back and stop that, or at least slow down that AB11. Yep, We're I'll going to be much better. The Miami is still right where they want to be. I thought Tua in that offense, yeah, they took a hit early, but they came back, and we are here talking. Had not they dropped that ball, Tyreek Kill who doesn't drop balls. We got a tie game, and I, I, most of you, key most of it was one little quick hit away from that twenty-one yard from, from scoring another touchdown. Yeah, Swift there. was Miami. Too. Miami was right in this game, and Swift and, was and, one yard away. So, so, one so, so, okay, so what, what, what I'm saying, if you're saying Philly is the best team in the National Football no, no, League, I said then NFC. Miami. I said NFC. Okay, the best team in the NFC. Then Miami, you can't say Miami a fraud because Miami is right up there. I never called them a fraud. I'm, I'm talking. To I'm shit. saying both of y'all are hurting my ears with this. I didn't say fraud. That's shit. Now, now. I guess I guess Skip this though. Mm-hmm. But Skip, you said that tush, push, and push, tush, yeah. and brotherly love, brotherly well, whatever stuff, it is. whatever you call it, is almost insane. And I'm gonna tell you what I heard there last night too. I heard the players talking about they got four pages of technique on this play. So well, everybody I heard a page else, and a half. That's what a, Dallas a page got. And a, so whatever. A page That's and a lot. A whole on, lot on this, stuff on this technique. Yeah. 
So wow. you just think it's a bunch of people moving, and it's not. There's a technique to it that blows your mind. I, I, that's incredible, but it is but okay. If but nobody else could do it. Nobody else can do it. That's why they even try. They don't have, they have the personnel to no, do it. They don't have the quarterback to do it. They don't have the personnel. Yeah, yeah, they don't have that guy. Yeah, and the by the way, the other the, the other Kelsey is. No, he's but also, let me, let me just say this right quick. He was talking technique, and if you watch it, there's a system to it. Like, first, Kelsey and them, they move first. Jalen Hurst don't start moving his legs to after they move. And see, I watched other people try it the other day. Yes. And they try to move it early, and, and the quarterback's legs get taken out from on them. They don't get the rotate. I'm yeah. telling you, it's a technique tool. I'm going to study it and learn it and bring it to you guys. Don't worry right. about it. You need right. to bring it to Dallas. I, I'm going to give the Dolphins this also. They, they were down at the end of the game, three starting offensive linemen. So, okay, I give right. you that. And I also get to give one nod to the Eagles because they went through that whole game last night with zero penalties. And if you can have zero penalties now, that's in a big stage crap. national TV game, I, I'm my hat is way well, off down to you. Three starting line yeah. and two uh, DBs. Okay. All right, all this and that. Okay. So you taking credit away from Philadelphia again? No, 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 no. Yeah, I'm trying again. No. I'm trying facts. with all my might. It, it is yeah. his facts, facts, but why facts, 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 facts. Why is it? Not, Best team said he in the NFC. Best team. I never, ever said it wasn't That's facts. Me. What I am saying well, is Skip is taking credit away from Philadelphia by yeah. even mentioning that. You by even know, mentioning when Skip says it, it takes credit away. If anybody else says it, it's just true. That doesn't make much sense. Thank you. it's just the reality. Come on, man. Come on, man. I can't be there immediately. I can't do this. Oh, man. Come I can't on, wait for Philly to play Dallas. All y'all doing... It's making it worse. Y'all last good. week on Friday good. said, how would I take on you two when Philadelphia yeah. lost? Yeah, good. I'm up here by myself because I picked Philadelphia and yeah. they won. Well, Y'all ain't got, got nothing crushed. to say. Y'all ain't okay. got nothing to say. It's nothing. Okay. All right, now we got to talk about a really good team. I like a truly not fraudulent yeah. great yeah. team. Yeah, it's Lamar. It's the Ravens. Look out. Ooh. Skip. Me and you ain't Woo. Woo. How you know? Woo. How you know? We ain't even told him. When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place, whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this, crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right. Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me. That's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo? To that epic trip, that adventure, my boys, my ride or dies, my crew, ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me. Or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. 
the Ravens led a hot Detroit team 28 to nothing at half. On the way to dominating 38 to 6. It was the showcase of the day yesterday, and I'll say it again. I picked the Ravens to win the Super Bowl. Keyshawn did pick them to win the AFC. Richard Sherman joins us now. So, Richard, did the Ravens show you they were the NFL's best team yesterday? And has Lamar now entered the MVP race? I mean, I would say he entered the MVP race for sure. I think there's still some concern about that loss to the Pittsburgh Steelers where their offense scored 10 points. Um, you can't forget about that. You know, there hasn't enough time passed to let me forget about that. Now, how Lamar Jackson played the other day was outstanding. That was incredible. Uh, he did it with his arm. He did it from the pocket. Um, his offensive coordinator, a new offensive coordinator, has to be very impressed with how they used him. His receivers called the ball. Zay Flowers looked very impressive. Mark okay. Andrews looked like the Pro Bowl All-Pro that he has been. I just... It's just those games, those losses, that loss to the Colts, that loss to Pittsburgh, where they just did not look as impressive. Now, this is them beating a very good Detroit team and beating the brakes off of them. So I got to give them that. I I give them this is a great win. It's just those other games are the reasons why I have a hard time saying, yeah, this is the best team in the AFC. Mm. And and listen, let me take this for a moment because I found – I told you I sat yesterday and there was so much information just whistling, whistling, which whistling by just whistling. <laughs> I just enjoyed it, you know, because my brain was fresh and just taking it. Because you in. weren't distracted. Yeah, by yeah I wasn't distracted. The I was able yeah. to just laser focus on that task at hand. Yeah. Not worried about people telling me other things. But let me tell you what I saw. On this 50th, on this golden victory for Lamar Jackson, he matured into the golden quarterback. Mm. That is going to challenge that dynasty they have in Kansas City right now. This is what I saw. I'm telling you right now. And I'll tell you why I say this. We talked about this last week. When, we, when I said Lamar looks like Patrick Mahomes sitting in the pocket and dispersing that ball, Key, I'll address what you said. Yeah, these losses hanging over his head. I gave you a demarcation, 50th win to turn him into golden. But those games you're talking about, he's still discerning and deciphering that whole offense. And remember now, remember, even in his discernment and deciphering stage, he still delivered passes. They were just dropping balls. Or we wouldn't have been in this situation. They would have won those games, too. Now they've come to maturity. Man, I'm watching this game, and I'm saying, oh, my God, this is scary. I ain't finished. Let me finish telling you why it's scary. Because what Kansas City has, now Baltimore has, let me tell you why it's more dangerous in the hands of Baltimore than it has ever been in the hands of Kansas City. In this game, In this game, and you saw it yesterday, we just finished talking about the game. We always talk, is it speed to power or power to speed? I always personally go power to speed. I'll take power over speed any day because power in this game wins over speed. That's Mm -hmm. what we talked about with Philly and Miami, Mm -hmm. power with speed. See, Kansas City has been finessing speed and trying to find a physical power running game. Baltimore has always been that. Mm-hmm. And now you're adding what Kansas City have in the passing game to a power running game. Yeah. This is why they will contend, contest, and be right there in Kansas City 
if you have home field advantage, mm. you're going to see Lamar Jackson at his golden stage right now because he got his golden win yesterday, and he looks golden. Gold, I'm gold. telling you. I second all the emotion just spewed all over this table by my man Michael Irvin across from me at this table because that game yesterday that was, was a statement game by Lamar Jackson. Yeah. It was a masterpiece of a game against a Detroit team that wasn't getting enough credit on defense. It was all focused on Jared Goff, but their defense is night and day better from what it was a year ago yesterday. And yet they go in there in the first half and they get carved up by a Lamar Jackson who is playing pocket pass football oh. at the at, at the yeah. highest of at levels. Highest. He was he he is taking it above where he was as the MVP of this league when he oh. threw 50 touchdown passes. Way above that. And he said in his on-field interview right after you can say it slipped out of his mouth, but it's just the truth and they all know it. What, what was the difference? My receivers caught the ball. He, this first thing out of his mouth, then he tried to amend it and said, and we all did. did blah, blah. Okay, but, but his receivers caught the football yesterday. They didn't drop a single pass. And if I could show you before we get back to Richard, the 17 completions of Lamar in the first half, if we could just bang through them just Ooh. to show you the impact of how deadly yeah, accurate and so in control he was. Here we go. It's just a little one to start with. But, but he's given it in the places one, they can yeah, run with the ball. The, the, the threat of his legs. Now, and then Zay right. Jones. Yeah. Uh, Zami Zay now, Flowers. All of that yeah. he's always yeah. been able to do. And, yeah. But, but look, these things right here. Just slinging it. Just slinging it. Oh. Right here. Right here. Right, oh, this right, is where he wheels right. out. Now, this is beautiful. Look, this is the pocket closed. He's a runner. And he never looks for any red Aguilar is open at the back. See what I'm saying, Skip? That's what makes it crazy. It's just beautiful. Oh. Zay Flowers again, and Bateman had a big catch, and then the fullback has a big catch, Picard, and then here we go again, and then a little slip screen, and look out, and they're just doing, they're dazzling you with with all kinds of movement off the snap. It's not a lot of pre-snap motion, it's just every, the pieces are going everywhere, and what a half that was. Whew! Richard, are, are you with us that, that this team is arriving because they, do, they, they can just run the ball down your throat with Gus Edwards and Justice Hill? I don't know where they come up with these guys. You, they look like they're just guys, but they are hard-running football players to me. I, I mean, I, I, I agree. They have a, this is a great victory. This is a great win for Baltimore. Uh, I believe that Lamar Jackson is playing like an MVP candidate. Their defense has only given up seven touchdowns on the entire season, so you yeah. got to give them credit right. for that. Right. But I just it, – it's that loss to Pittsburgh where you look up and George Pickens and, and Kenny Pickett, who has been much maligned a lot of this season, stand up and throw the ball on a fade ball, and they just looked outmanned, outmatched. And offensively, they, they disappeared in that game. That's a division wait, 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 game. Wait, wait, That's a total center game. You have all, you, 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 you're dropping in things. Mm. They're, they're fact. It's fact. It's fact. But there are circumstances around those facts. Marlon Humphrey had just came back. That was his first game back. I, and they had him following, running around with picking. And that dude has been doing that to everybody. Yes. And that passed down the sideline uh, uh, against Marlon Humphreys that he called. Mm. It's like... I, I, you know his legs were heavy. That was his first game back. So let's just put that. Let's put those points in there. Yep. I, 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 will I, 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 I hear you, and I love Hump. Humphreys is a good dude. He's a good player. A good friend of mine. 
I, he understands what it means when you step out on that field. There is no excuses. Nobody cares about your excuses or heavy legs when you play, especially at the cornerback position. Receivers, if y'all legs heavy, y'all get go get some water. Go to the sideline for a few plays. Maybe get a massage. Corner, you out there 365 days of the year, 24 hours a day. You do not get a day off a playoff. And so he understands what it means to play the cornerback position. So when Kenny, when George Pickens lines up out there, you got to be able to do your job. And they check to that play. That's most concerning. They check to that play. It's been a long time since anybody checked to a fade on Marlon Humphreys. I don't think people just lining up and saying, hey, we see, we see Hump yeah, out there. That's a good point. Hey, check, check fade ball. Right, like, but that's what the we're game, saying the same thing there. They knew that was his first game back, and he's played a whole bunch of games. And I got this guy. They said, hey, odds are, let's take a chance at him. Hump will be in better situations, a better predicament, and he'll be better than that. I, I'm but not worried but about that. that's not just on Hump. Uh, the offense, the offense is where I'm concerned about in that game because the Steelers' defense has played well, but they haven't played well enough to limit this offense to 10 points. And I know we talked about the drops, but that's the inconsistency that I'm talking about. You show up against Detroit, not one drop. Y'all play fantastic football. Can I expect that week in and week out? If I can, then you give them all the glory in the world. But that hasn't been the case. So, Richard, you weren't here with us on Friday, but we addressed your basic anonymous quote from an NFL executive about the Ravens, about how you don't fear anybody on the offense anymore because Lamar is not running with the football the way he used to. They don't call runs. I think they, I, I saw I one yesterday. Wrong. Yeah, and you said he was wrong, I said Michael. He was but, dead wrong. But, but the point was that the guy is saying, how, what do you fear if Lamar's turning into a pocket passer? Well, I just showed that you right, what the, you the, the, showed. those right. 17 yeah. pads. That's what you fear. Right. And by the way, John Harbaugh doesn't get enough credit because he loses one coordinator after another after another. I know they fired the last one, but he loses so many assistant coaches over the years. And they just the, the, the Raven way just continues and continues on defense right. because mm. they keep finding people who can run the football and play high level, hard nosed defense the right way. And that team, they, they ran the ball 27 times yesterday, and they threw it 27 times. Well, it, it looked right to me. And listen, this league should feel uh, should fear Lamar now because I, I think he's right, starting right, to surge ahead right, in the MVP. Right, and that's why when you say now, you, you can talk about Lamar, you can say, you can give John Harbaugh some credit. And, and I, I agree with you. But when I see what I saw yesterday, I'm not <laughs> – I'm not Sean Payton, and I'm not trying to throw anybody under the bus. But I gotta say, Greg Roman, what was going on? Yeah, okay. Why we had? Why, why didn't you? Well, be, why didn't you? And, and, and maybe I should put it on the organization too, because now they got players making plays outside, and Bateman and Odell Beckham outside. Odell got caught five balls yesterday. Well, he yeah, that, feel by by and, the way, Lamar threw him the most eight, balls. Eight different seven. passes, though. He threw, I mean, eight, eight different, different receivers. receivers. We're not just talking about finding one guy. Let me tell you why, because I'll get people talking to me. Oh, Michael, what are you talking about him? Like he can't be like Patrick Mahomes. Patrick. Mahomes Holmes has Travis Kelsey and a bunch of guys that were trying to make plays. McCole Hartman came back, did a great job yesterday. They he needed did. him. And now, so, so, so Lamar Jackson ain't got Travis Kelsey, but Mark Andrews is a flowers in the middle. It gives me an amalgamation of Travis Kelsey that I can work with yeah. and I can use in the middle of that football field. And what I got now on the outside and Odell and Bateman and those boys, yeah. they are better than what Kansas City has mm -hmm. on the outside. That's why I say this team right here can be the team that battles with Kansas City mm -hmm. and get right up in that race. Mm -hmm. I'm just telling you, that team right there looked great.
I just have a hard time with it. I mean, it, I, I hate anonymous sources, Skip. You know this. I, yep. hate, I hate when they even speak like that. Yeah, I hate that we justify it and put it on air because you don't deserve it because you can't put your name behind it, which but means just, you ain't that it's convicted. Interesting. Be, it's interesting. The courage of your at. conviction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's no question. But but he won an MVP throwing 50 touchdown passes. How many MVPs have won throwing 50 touchdown passes? So that, I mean, that debunks that immediately. But I understand what he's saying, Keel. I understand what he's saying, Sherman. Let me just try to do this right quick, right quick. Yeah. What he was saying was that was a guy that ran first. What we're saying now, what I'm telling you, I saw what we saw yesterday. Those plays that Skip just showed you, you will see in some of those plays. That pocket collapsed. He never looked for a door to go, door to go running. No. He only looked for a peephole to throw. Even when the pocket collapsed, he waited on another door, back, back out the back door, and found Nelson Aguilar in the corner of the end zone, never taking off with them rocket legs that he has. And I'm saying if he's, this is his main thing, now the running game going to open wide open, and now when he takes off, Patrick Mahomes takes off to go get first down. And he, and he does it he does. great. But when he takes off, it's going to be touchdowns. Not first down, yeah, I mean, touchdowns. That's going to be the it, scary it, part. It, 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 but I just hate that people keep making his point. It's frustrating because that, that wasn't the case that season. He, he made plays with his leg because that's the way the offense was designed. But you right, throw 50 right, right. touchdown passes. Right. He's doing it both ways. And he's doing it however way he wants. There are very few quarterbacks in the National Football League that play at the highest level, at the elite level, that aren't doing it with their legs. You look at Josh Allen. Yep. You look at Patrick Mahomes. You look at him. Even Joe Burrow from time to time. He that's does. why his calf injury has had such an effect because he's a lot more mobile in that pocket than people give him credit for. And every quarterback that you're looking for in a draft is a mobile guy. He's probably running 4-6, That's different than it used to be. So these anonymous right. sources saying this nonsense just pisses me off because it's that old school, old mentality of me too. Oh, oh me he, too. he's a runner. He's a, he's a running back at quarterback. Like, reveal your name so we can say, <laughs> hey, that's the old school guy. He deserves no credibility anymore. That's what's frustrating. Agreed. All right. So last year, as we used to talk about on the show, day after day after day, Lamar was so unhappy. It, right, it got right, bitter. Right, it got right. ugly. Yeah, and I didn't right. understand it because I thought the right. Ravens put him through the ringer that he didn't deserve to be put through. He had earned the right to make the money he was about to make. And he finally got his money. It just took it was such a long, bloody road to get to the money that he should have had from jump. And it, it, that's, they that's made him story. wait and wait and wait. But the point is, you can just see his body language this year is relieved it's like okay now i'm ready now they they paid me their respect that's that's all he wanted paid the respect and now i'm ready to play football the way i know how to play football i think he was protecting himself last year and who could blame him yeah i mean come on but 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 and i I jumped to skip yeah last year when he's protecting himself you're right. I thought he was protecting himself last year, too. And I said, oh, okay, well, well, I almost understand that. For sure. Because, because you, you want him running, and, and you won't give him the protection. Incidentally, as we talked through this, we, we were talking earlier in the dressing room, it's so funny how what we see with our eyes, we, we make statements. Like, okay, we, we won't, no question Justin Herbert will give you the money. No question, Joe Burrow, you've earned that money. Joe Burrow earned it. I, that's a whole different thing. Lamar Jackson had actually earned it. But we're used to seeing pocket passes. The only pocket passes get that money. Lamar Jackson is saying, 
I could do it a pocket pass, and you just never let, it, let me do it. And now he's doing it. Now he's doing it and doing it at the highest of levels. So I, 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 I just want to kudos him on that, man. Right. I, I mean, it's incredible. I think Baltimore right now, if you gave me, if those two teams match, I would take right now that Baltimore team even over Kansas City, the I Kansas would City too. team I saw. I, mm. I agree. And, Richard, to your point, it's not that Lamar is not going to run anymore. If, if you need him to get third and three on a keeper, he will go get it. Because right. you want to talk about a baller, man, right. he, he will. It'll be easier for him to run, though, because now people are going to think pass yes. and let him Agreed. run. Before, Agreed. it was always think and run and hoping he'd pass. All right, up right. next, Belichick's 300th. Big upset. Was it more about the Bills? or more about the Patriots. We're about to debate. No mercy, no mercy, no mercy. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Now it is your turn. You can reach us with your thoughts, pro or con. Hashtag Undisputed Live. Here we go. First tweet from our man Rob Crabtree. Keyshawn, when Skip starts with his Cowboys propaganda, swatting gnats. We have to swat gnats in here occasionally. <laughs> Second tweets from Blake Sunday. Cowboys and Dolphins when they play good teams. Yeah, well, we'll see about that. Look about right. Well, we get Philly. We get to play Philly here twice. Now Philly's good? We get oh, to okay. play them. Now Philly's good. We get good. to play them. Final tweets from Sid M., Skip when Keyshawn is proclaiming Philly is the best team in the NFC. That's Jim Carrey. La, 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 in Dumb and Dumb. Well, we got to see what the 49ers are, man. We got to see what the 49ers are, man. Okay. All right. Back to business. Back to Bill Belichick winning his 300th game yesterday with what people are calling a stunning home upset of the Bills. Belichick now joins Don Shula and George Hallis as the only two coaches with 300 or more wins. Keyshawn, your biggest takeaway from what the Patriots pulled off yesterday? Uh, well, it's not really a takeaway, Skip, because I'm not surprised. I mean, here's a coach who, for the most part, battles with Sean McDermott and the Buffalo Bills year in and year out, despite who the quarterback is, despite what type of team he has. So I'm not surprised. They kind of know each other to a degree within the division. That's a big plus. They played at home is a big plus. But I, I, I chuckle at it because I want to know now which coach is better. Because one guy has basically nothing on the offensive side of the ball. And the other guy has Josh Allen and Kincaid and Diggs and Cook. I mean, they just got a lot of pieces mm. on Buffalo's side where – there's question marks about Bill Belichick and his coaching style and what mm. he's able to do despite sure. them knowing each other. Mm. But somehow he came out on top. Huh. Now you don't hear peep about they should move on from him. He's this, he's that. Wow. Now it's oh like, God. oh, well, maybe if you gave him some of those same pieces that the other guy has on the other side in Sean McDermott, what then 
would the New England Patriots be? Well, wait I mean, a second. Bill Chase got Ezekiel Elliott. You love Zeke. Zeke. Zeke is not at the level that he was with the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, we all that's not know what this. I heard we, ahead but, but, but of the not, New But we're not Dallas talking game. about that, though, because, oh. because we could go to the Arizona Cardinal game if you really want to, or the San Francisco 49er game that ran the ball down y'all throat. But we're not talking about that. We're simply talking about oh. the New England Patriots and what they were able to do to the Buffalo Bills at home. Mm. You see Mac Jones, he, hey, at the end, when that fumble occurred, they went in, they scored. Everybody assumed the game was over with. Mac Jones went down the field, made one of the most amazing throws to the tight end before he threw the touchdown to the tight end. You look at it and you go to yourself, okay, now is that going to continue the rest of the year? I don't know. I have no idea. Mm. But what I do know is when you start to break it all the way down, the Jets beat the Bills. Okay, the Bills somehow lose to the the New England Patriots. Now you look up and you say, well, the Dallas Cowboys beat the Jets, but then Arizona smacked y'all upside y'all head. So when you start to really move the chess pieces around Mm. since you want to get into the Cowboys, Mm. are the Cowboys really that good? Yeah. Because the Bills certainly let New England do what they did to them. So if you start connecting the dots, Mm. I don't know. Now, Miami lost to the Bills. Mm. So now what? Now, y'all got to play Miami later on in the year. Wait, the Cowboys beat Belichick 38-3? to Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. 38-3? to Doesn't matter. Arizona smacked y'all upside y'all head. And so did San Francisco, Sherm. Okay, go, Richard. No question. I I mean, uh, I don't don't know. I would still say he was on the cold seat because I've been saying he's on the cold seat regardless. I just thought he would resign before his legacy takes up more of a hit with losing consecutive losing seasons, consecutive losing seasons, no more talent in the cupboard, and none to be seen. You know, I mean, it's not like you, you talk about the talent disparity between Buffalo and New England. I mean, that that happened through drafting and through free agency. It's not like, hey, the New England Patriots haven't had draft picks or haven't had the ability to pick up free agents. Nope. And I don't know if guys really want to go to New England. They hear about Belichick's reputation, Agreed. how he runs his ship. Yep. Not, not, people don't want to go there and play. Elite nope. talent doesn't want to go there and play. You're not drafting the guys that, that are elite. When you got first and second round picks, you know, a lot of these receivers he's picked up haven't panned out as well as you would want them to pan out. And so that's that's not anybody's fault but their own. So um, this was a good game. It's a divisional game. And again, New England in this division plays really well. They played the Miami Dolphins tough in the game they played against them. They played Buffalo tough and won this game. Uh, they beat the Jets. They did. You, you, you're going to see them in this division do very well. Outside of this division, they usually looked outmanned and outclassed. And mm-hmm. so... I, I don't know if this really quiets the, the storm of, of chatter. This is their second win in seven games. Um, but it's definitely a cool win for this organization and this team in a season that hasn't had a lot of positive things to talk about. No, I, I think it does, Skip, though. I think it calms things out on top of his extension that he quietly signed during the offseason. So, clearly, Mr. Kraft is satisfied with the job that he's been able to do. Now maybe there's a conversation in the offseason to bring in some personnel help to help him maybe select some of the players that people think he should have on his roster. Mm. So, Keyshawn, you texted me yesterday basically, see, he can coach, right? Yes, absolutely. 
So I'm seeing that he's now two and five this year, two and five. Yeah. So they're a below average, if I'm being nice about it, because they did beat the Bills. They're a below average team that's still they going. Beat, they beat the they, Jets as they're, well. They're going nowhere slowly. Are they going to make the playoffs? No, no they're not going to make the playoffs. I don't think they'll make the playoffs. So Bill Belichick now, without Tom Brady oh, in stop. his career, is 62 and 77. That is 15 games under 500 in Cleveland and New England without Tom Brady. Obviously, Brady made Belichick. I always give Brady 75% of the credit. And yesterday, I give Belichick little to no credit for beating the Bills because if you look hard at what is happening to the Bills, they should have lost three straight games because Tyrod had them on the ropes up at Buffalo last Sunday night. So they did lose to Jacksonville over in London. They should have lost to the Giant, to the Giants. My team beat the Giants 40 to nothing. With Daniel and, Jones and not okay. Tyrod Taylor. All right, but Tyrod, are you saying Tyrod's better than Daniel Jones? 100%. Okay, yeah, well, I'll yes, go there. Right. I will give you that. Uh, 100%. I, I will give you that. They are more dangerous with Tyrod operating that offense because he's a pro football player. He just knows how to play that position. I give you that. The point is, Buffalo has been decimated on defense. So they don't have Matt Milano, who is their playmaker in the middle of the football field. They don't have Tredavious White, who is their playmaker at the cornerback position. And yesterday, I don't know what his injury status is, but Von Miller played all of six snaps yesterday. So he's obviously not right yet coming off his knee surgery, right? So those are the three sort of nuclear weapons that you have on that Buffalo defense. And when you take them away, they're not going to be the same. So was that really an upset? Mac Jones played, I, I thought, the best game he's played as a pro football player. I, I don't remember him playing much better than that. He had a little better QBR than Josh. Josh Allen played pretty well yesterday. But the point was, Mac Jones was pretty much flawless, and they didn't turn the ball over. They, they harassed, they harassed uh, Josh Allen yep. all day long. Okay. And that's part of the scheme. That's a whole other issue. That's Belichick in the scheme. That's blitzing. That's the pressure. Sure. That's all of those sort of things clouding things up for Josh Allen, where Josh Allen is trying to attempt balls down the field that he shouldn't be trying to attempt. So if if you look at it, yes, that to me is coaching. That that I don't care about the personnel stuff. Yeah, we can all admit that he has gotten personnel wrong. We can all admit that. But at the same time. The 22 guys, both on offense and defense, that are on the field, yep. including special teams, they certainly went out there and they played. And they coached them to win, and they won. Okay, by the way, Ezekiel Elliott, <laughs> wait a second. Zeke went 11 times for 31 yards, including a 10-yarder. So if I subtract that, he went, wait a second, 10 times Zeke. for 21? I'm, I'm just saying, that was that a, a shrewd move by Belichick to say, I got Zeke and you don't? I, well, I don't think he was trying to compete with the Dallas Cowboys. Y'all let him go. I know, but he's trying to show the, the NFL world, I'm a little smarter than you are. I got th This guy's got Just game. Just because you I, can't utilize him doesn't mean that, that Bill doesn't think he can help them. Okay, well, he hasn't helped them much what I will say, What I will say is the offensive and defensive lines for the New England Patriots bullied last night. They, I mean, yesterday. They were, they were physical, more physical. Throughout I'll the game, you, you saw plays where they, I mean, especially in the red zone and the goal line situations where you just saw a lot of flapjacks out there, a lot of yeah. pancakes, a lot of guys on yeah. the ground uh, in those white jerseys. And and that I get, that is coaching. You know, that's effort. That's attitude. That's guys going out there with the mindset right. And that's motivation. As you, you know, you always, you know, give McCarthy a hard time about. Um, these guys came in motivated. They won the game. 
good for them. I, they have a long season ahead of them, and uh, I, I just don't see them making the playoffs, and I don't oh, see no. them being relevant. No, I don't the think end. they make the playoffs. I think, if anything, okay. they become spoilers to teams that are they trying can be a spoiler. to I'll give you that. go to the playoffs. Okay, so Mac Jones went 25 of 30 for 272 and looked a little Brady-esque, if you'll let me go that far, on that last drive because no, I, I, I still thought they were sunk. And if we could see the big throws on that last drive from Mac Jones that set the stage for the walk-off, it, it was highly impressive. The first one's that swing to Ramondre, and he breaks loose. He, he's pretty good out of the University of Oklahoma, by the way. And then Mac Jones, big third down throw. Oh, this is the same play. Okay, same play. Here he goes. Again, then this big third down throw to Hunter Henry, like third and four. Yeah, that's the throw I was it. talking yeah. about to yeah. tie it in over okay. the middle. All right, that was a good one. And then one. here's and then the touchdown the, by Jaseki. The walk-off, almost a walk-off. Jaseki. Yeah, okay, way to go. And yet, Josh Allen had the ball back, not much time to work with, but he threw a rocket, if we could see the last Josh Allen rocket to Diggs. That was amazing. I, I thought this is catchable. <laughs> yeah, this it was. Is, it like, was. He right in the hands. I don't it know. Was. You got to catch that. They, they're, sometimes they're on the same page, sometimes they are not. Now, that's if, on the same page, yeah, but agree, he just – if, 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 you, if you hang on, now you're from the yeah, 30 and yeah. you got one last throw, yeah. at least it's, it's a makeable throw into the and, end zone. And here's what I like to say when people start saying, if, 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 mm. well, bo- if both of my parents happen to be Caucasian, guess what? Guess what? Probably wouldn't be black. You sure? Yeah, you positive. Never know. Okay. If. I'm crazy. Okay. If, All right. <laughs> All right. Yeah. You, you say, well, Belichick proved he can coach, but but if he's still that guy, wouldn't he turn this team around and, and make a run no, at the no, playoffs? No, nobody no? said that he wouldn't. The chances yeah. are that they're not, though, Skip. Mm. That's the chances. It doesn't. Yes, he can still coach. Everybody act as though he can't coach. He can't. Maybe the talent level that he has doesn't allow them to get the necessary victories. But clearly, he just showed you he can coach. Okay. We can't diminish that he beat the Buffalo Bills. We can't all of a sudden say, well, Buffalo's missing this guy. And Buffalo's yep. missing that guy. And Von Miller's not there. Von Miller ain't been there all year, basically. Okay. So we can't just start doing that. All right. You got to admit that the defensive game plan was put together to harass Josh Allen yep. and to do certain things to them. Stephon Diggs did not have a big game. He had a huge catch on yep. the touchdown slide, getting up with the mindset to know to get up and get in the end zone. He did. But they neutralized them on the right. offensive side of the ball. Well, I'll give you this. The Patriots have come a long way from losing, what was it, a couple of years ago, that playoff game to Buffalo. Remember that? It was 47-17. to It was a mismatch. Yeah, and they beat them early in the year, and then they lost in the playoffs. Okay, I got it. But the point on Belichick is we kicked this around on Friday. What, where does this get you? If you win four or five games this year, if you keep winning this game or that game that don't really matter to get you to five or six wins, aren't you just costing yourself a draft slot at a quarterback? You can't play like that. You can't play don't like play that. Like that. You can't though, play Skip. like that. I keep trying you to tell you Is that not that. the smarter way to go? No, but it, it, no, it's, it's not. not in the DNA of coaches and players to just all of a sudden okay, not play good. football. All right. Get, stay trapped in mediocrity then, right? I mean, that's what's probably going to happen. I mean, even if they got, went and got a quarterback, you'd be trapped in mediocrity because they need a lot more than but, that. But, but I, I, you can't play like that. You can't play to lose games. You can't go out there like, hey, 
we want to get a good quarterback. You, we're going to lose, especially a, a coach of his caliber. You're not going to go out there and players have too much pride. What, what's being trapped in mediocrity, though, Skip? What, what is that? Well, as Richard just said, I, I was thinking Caleb might be the answer until I watched Saturday night. And, well, I don't know. I'm not sure about Stop. Caleb Williams. Daniels wasn't now. any better. Huh? But look, uh, your guy at Oklahoma wasn't any better. Um, Dylan Gabriel. But what yeah. – yeah, Dylan Gabriel. I said Daniels, Dylan Sorry. Gabriel. But what is mediocrity? For, what is it? I, I really want to know. Well, it's what they don't want I mean, in New England. Mediocrity is it's they're not spoiled making the playoffs yeah. consecutive years. Uh, it's not make, having an impactful – season i mean like right now they're they're going to be top 10 in the draft top 15 you know what i mean they're going to be right there in the middle of the pack of teams that won't make the playoffs or won't be relevant at the end of the year so that's mediocrity that's where they're trapped right now they've been trapped there for the past couple years okay and are are they going to wind up in the basement once again of the afc east because it sure looks like it to me because the jets seem even though they they did beat the jets the jets Jets at home and the jets got to go to new england okay okay i got it but but the jets look a little better than new england right now they just look a little better. I mean, they, 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 they did the other night, yeah. probably, but you, you got to realize New England is a type of team that'll shock you and surprise you just like they did with, to the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. And if you go back right. and you look at Mac Jones' rookie year, they were clunking along, clunking along, then all of a sudden they start compiling victories. Do I think they're going to compile the same type of victories to get into mm. the playoffs? And mm. No, they're not. But in the end, it's not about taking to try to get a draft prospect that's not even there. You thought it was Caleb Williams, just like you said, and I've been trying to tell people for the longest. There is no guarantee that Caleb Williams is going to be the top dog when it comes draft time. Okay. All right. I got it. So now we got to talk about the Kansas City Swifts. Andy Reid says Taylor Swift can stay around as long as she likes because all of a sudden Travis Kelsey has caught fire. We discuss next. Is it because of her though? No mercy, no mercy, no mercy. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Know what I'm saying, Mish? So this is what Andy Reid said after the Chiefs beat the Chargers yesterday in Kansas City. Kelsey keeps getting better with time. Um, um, Taylor can stay around all she wants. Um, <laughs> I said something. Yeah, now. Travis Kelsey caught 12 of his 13 targets for 179 yards yesterday. Touchdown, and incredibly, Kelsey had caught 29 straight targets until one was broken up with about eight minutes left in the game. So it Ooh, seems nice. that so far his relationship with Taylor Swift has not been a distraction. It has been an inspiration. Keyshawn, do you agree? Wait, his relationship with Taylor Swift has, been, has not been a distraction to his relationship with Patrick Mahomes. Yes, but it has a been a one. blessing to the... Oh, I got it. I'm just messing with that. Yeah, right. I, I agree that it hasn't been a distraction. I just want them, meaning Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, just to make it official, man, so we don't have to speculate. And I don't like talking about people's mm. relationships without actually knowing 
For all we know, they could be collaborating on something together other than what we want them to be doing. But clearly it did get in the way. And I tried to tell you that earlier this year when this first was reported that he was hanging around Taylor Swift and her crew. And we all, many people thought that it would be a distraction because when you look at things in the past with a lot of players and teams, they somehow lose focus because she is one of the biggest uh, pop stars, iconic culture, whatever you want to call it, that we've seen in quite some time. Yep. So and that possibly, noise, yeah, yeah. you know, that noise yep. is, is like panning the camera as soon as he makes a catch right. and this right. and that. Right. And, and so we automatically assumed that it was going to be a distraction. But I knew all along, I'm saying that it's not because he, number one, isn't built like that. Like he was already, uh, for all intents and purposes in the professional sports world, a star. So right. it wasn't, right, right, right. this and, was not some... First year, second year, third year guy coming into the lead and pop bumping into right. someone at a restaurant yep. and then going, oh, my God, I, I'm going to take her out on a yep. date. And it becomes news. It was mm-hmm. like I've been in the in the in the social media game for a minute. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he, he's people know what his taste buds are like. So when you look at it, it's like it's not going to be a distraction at all. It's just not. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be a distraction one bit. And the good the good thing about it, I'll say the great thing for this team is that they're still on course mm. they're still on course to making a, yet another AFC championship game appearance at home that would be six in a row and possibly another Super Bowl appearance they're on track for that so yeah. okay. I tip my hat off all right before Michael goes not a distraction but could it also be an inspiration for him because it seems like he's starting to really play at an even I, higher level no I don't necessarily know that that had I personally don't think her being around him and his family inspires him to focus in more to play football. These are the same things that he's been doing for the most part his entire career. Mm-hmm. I do say they put a heavier emphasis on getting him to football because yeah. the lack oh. of production mm. from the other receivers at times. Plus, that's his boy. Like, that's just when, right. when, when I'm the quarterback's boy, the quarterback is going to look for me no matter what. I mean, they vacation together. They hang out together. Right, 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 Patrick oh. Mahomes' wife is now hanging out around Taylor Swift. I oh, mean, it's, right, just a, right, right, right. it's just a relationship thing. Yep, right. That's what it is. I just want them to come out and just say, hey, we together or we're not together so we don't have to speculate. I've always, I've always believed that we, we all have certain things that we all aspire to. The Bible calls them things that are common to all men. We all eat, sleep, breathe. These are all common to all men. We also all have an, a, a need for affirmation and confirmation. Jimmy Johnson used to always say, everybody may come for different reasons. Somebody may want to make money. You may want to be famous. You may want a Taylor Swift pretty person. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, but, but, but if we focus on winning, you can get all of those things. Mm-hmm. You can get all those things. Taylor Swift being around this team, I'll tell you what I see. You said they're winning in spite of the distraction. No doubt it's a distraction. I'm saying that it's a distraction that helps them. It's a distraction that helps them. Yep. I've been there, man. When you've been at the top for so long and you're winning all the time, and get this now, Travis Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes, they, these are dudes that love the spotlight. Mm. They love the spotlight. And they deserve all of it for what they've done on the football field. 
but they've done it on the football field in a little tiny town called Kansas City. So they can't get what they really want because if they were doing it in New York or doing it in L.A., they would get it on an enormous level. Taylor Swift brings Kansas City near L.A. in New York for them. You understand what I'm saying? It puts a L.A. light on them. It puts a New York light on them. And it puts it on them in little old Kansas City. That's what it does. So absolutely, it's a distraction, but a distraction that helps a team that has climbed this mountain over and over and over and over and over again. And it says, now... We just put a new cherry on top of yep. that mound. Climb it again for this new cherry. No, they playing better because of it, because they know they got more eyes on them. They and they are not just opening up on this show and sports shows. Mm -hmm. They're opening up on Access Hollywood, mm -hmm. E, and all that other stuff, because Travis Kelsey has Taylor Swift up there. Like Bill Belichick mm -hmm. said, he's made a lot of catches. This one was a real catch. Mm-hmm. So it got to the point yesterday, as I'm watching, that all of a sudden Travis scores on some weird play. I don't even know how he got it in the end zone. Yeah, it, it was a dangerous play. But the point was, flash up to the box. Right. And Taylor Swift and Mahomes' wife have choreographed and obviously rehearsed a touchdown I'll celebration, right? What I'm okay, that's that's the quarterback's wife and the tight ends, what whatever she is. Every time you throw a touchdown, they're going to get this. Okay, that's what you're going to get. So you now know I'm, I'm back to what you guys, we've all talked about here. Wait, and say that, Skip, too, because people have already gotten on. Um, Patrick Mahomes' wife, because they thought she liked too much of the spotlight yep. before. So so now she gets it like she really wants it okay. with Taylor Swift as the bestie. Yes, All right. So it looks to me like, in a very good way, very that good. Travis is showing off for Taylor. And I don't very blame him way. at all because she's a big deal. And, I, and she's here. She came to see me, and I'm going to rise and shine because my bestie is at quarterback, and he is going to find me no matter what route I run. And I've never, in all my years of studying, covering your game, I've never seen anything like the lack of route running of Travis Kelly. We always talk about the wideouts who run perfect routes. Right. You know, look at Amari Cooper. Ooh. He's the best route runner in football. This guy runs his own solo route. He just goes, and Patrick just stays right with him. It's not even backyard football, because in backyard, you at least call a play. You're going down and out. You're going deep. You're going something. He just tries to stay. He, Travis tries to, I mean, uh, Patrick tries to escape enough in the pocket until he waits, he waits, and and Travis is just going to uncover wherever he's going to uncover. Look for 87 and just throw it in his direction because he's six feet, five inches tall and he can catch and he can run. Right. And he is going to and he's he, smart. Yeah, he's very smart. smart. He smart. caught 29 straight balls that That's you insane. threw to him. It's insane. insane. I don't know what the with, with everybody is. knowing. Yeah. Stop that guy. Skill. Yeah. That's everybody. what's insane. Don't, don't you try to stop him? Don't you well, know, it's, it's, everybody it's is trying to stop yeah, him. It's yeah. difficult. And, 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 and Skip. You, 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 I'm telling you, 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 you hit nails on the head when you talk about this dude right here. Now, they were putting Santi Samuel, Derwin James. These are some of the best DBs we have in the National Football yeah. League. And I want you to see some of the little things he does. Like, he was running away from a DB. He'll go to that DB, wait the last second. When he runs away from him, notice the little things so you see how smart it is. 
He runs away and he runs back down towards the line of scrimmage. He can never close. He doesn't fade up the field so the speedy guy can come up under. He's always running away from the guy. It's brilliance. It's really brilliance. The Derwin James, the Sante Samuel, he's catching passes on DBs in the middle of the field. So this dude is just incredible. You know, it, the, the interesting thing, though, Skip, because I know that once Patrick Mahomes says he just does his own thing, right, everybody runs with it. And there's no real context to it and clarity. He's not doing his own thing, right? right? What he's doing is there's a big cavity in an he area knows, they know that he knows right. would stay within, within that within that area because if he goes and he stacks up on somebody else, then it becomes problematic for the offense. But if he's running, for instance, he's running a deep crosser, then all of a sudden it's covered too. He decides he that he's just going to hook up he's just gonna sit because. Down. In that cavity, it allows Patrick Mahomes to now scan the entire field to be able to say, okay, okay he's not crossing over into danger territory. He he's going to hook up. Okay, but do you know how that would blow the minds of most quarterbacks? Because you are so conditioned. Right, you right. Practice of course. Is right, so right. hard. Of course. Right. You, you played for a right. quarterback in Troy. Time. You it's so, time. Troy Aikman was so – you've got to be right where you're supposed to be. But he is. He's still where he's supposed to be because he knows he's going to be in that area. Patrick thinks he might be because well, that's Patrick, fine. Yeah. as long okay. as Patrick knows it, that's, that's all, all that really matters. matters. But, well, they, they've given him room to run, and, I'm, I, and let's talk the brilliance of this. Let's talk the brilliance of it because before it skips right, it used to be straight timing. By the yes. time a quarterback gets it, you got to let it go. Now, I don't want to minimize. I don't want to. I don't want us minimizing what. What, 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 this, what this dude does, Travis Kelsey does, you're about saying he can find holes and, and he's talking right, he's right. So, so I got two linebackers right here. Now what you'll see, say my job is to go hook up in front, right in the middle of these two linebackers. A lot of guys lead a line of scrimmage and hook right up. Well, these guys are looking at the quarterback and then they'll start closing down on that tight end. Yep. But Travis Kelsey won't do that. He'll know he has to be here at a certain time. So maybe he comes run over here and he'll pull this linebacker over here and then hook up at the last minute, keeping this guy over here and pulling that guy. That's the brilliance of what they do. Key's right. He has an area, but he still manipulate two or three guys within the zone as he handles that area. It's fascinating why they're trying to take his head off. And he never drops a ball in 29 targets. It's insane. And, and if we could see the one that he didn't catch, it was broken up, I thought. But I think Travis thought he should have caught it anyway. It's the 30th one in a row early in the fourth quarter. If we could see this play, look what Travis does after this, is, this falls incomplete. So he throws it to Travis. Travis, again, it got knocked out of his hands, and he is just pounding the turf. Yeah, he is furious well, because he should have caught it. That's I, why. I, I, I think right. he should have caught it. No, but he, the he DB knows, gets his hand up. He knows up that he needs to yeah. squeeze it, and yeah. he was twisted and turning, no. and he just needed to bring it to his body a little bit That's more. That's not why he's hitting the ground like that. He's saying, no way I can drop that in front of my baby. That's right. That's what he's saying. No way I can drop that in front of my baby. You don't I know agree. if that's that man's baby. That's man. what he's saying. You have man. no Come idea, on. Michael. Hey, man, listen, man. They may be doing with... a project and, together. And listen, you ain't doing no project if you're up there doing patty cake, patty cake, bake no, me no. a touchdown, <laughs> bake me a touchdown. Yeah, that's that ain't no project. Like that's it. it. That's what that is. They playing patty cake, patty cake, bake me a touchdown. You know, you know Patrick Mahomes could have been 23 or 23 in this game, if hey, it wasn't man. for the two, the couple drops in the first yep. half, 
by receivers. Dude, could in the first half, he could be like it. 23 or 23. Yeah, I'm a Cole Hartman back. I got it. said nothing about that, too. Though. Okay, and yet they ran the ball nowhere yesterday. Pacheco, who's been really good for them, he tried 13 times and got 32 yards. That's 2.5 a crack. And yet Patrick threw it 42 times, and they ran it 21. So they threw it twice as much because Andy Reid's thinking it works, right? They went 6 of 11 on third down because on third and 5, third and 7, what it is, 15 just looks for 87. Right, right. And 15 can buy time as well as anybody so in this like, league. So you like 15 time. now? Right, right, right. You like 15 right. I like Joe Burrow better because I like Oh, you like be, Joe Burrow better like than you like 15. I like conventional. Okay, so. Well, because well, on Saturday well, night, well, I saw well, Caleb Williams try to I'm run I'm not talking about no Caleb Williams. I heard something I want to ask. Yeah, but you told me he's the next. I didn't tell you anything like that. You're listening to people tell you that. You're listening. I would never tell you that because I know better. I want, I want, I want to ask Don't you something. Don't try Skip. that. You're so slick. I, I want to ask you something, Skip, and, and we can get back into this game because you said you said you like conventional, and 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 when I say when I see conventional or hear conventional, I look back at the other side of this coin that we're talking about right now in this game, the Kansas City Chiefs game. Justin Herbert, boy, that's a conventional, great looking quarterback. Are you taking him over Brock Purdy? Who, Justin Herbert? Justin Herbert, yeah. I'm, I'm not a big fan of his. I don't know. No, you say conventional. I, I don't see accuracy. Am I, I, am I taking feel. Justin Herbert over Brock Purdy? Uh, that's the question I ask. Yeah, you no. Yes, yes, I am. I am oh, not. Yeah, I am. Absolutely 100%. not. not yeah. even, I'm not even going to think about it. Yeah, he throws off-target rockets. I'm not even thinking about it. But, but, and he has an arm, and he has a statue. And not he even thinking about it. I'm talking about to the effectiveness of Winning big games and big moments and but making if I, time, but, but, making but, time but, and play. But here's good what question. I'm saying. Good let, me, let me tell you this, Coach. If I took Brock Purdy and I gave him Brandon Staley and that staff at the Chargers, he going to look like that too. Well, hey, I, I, he's I, in a – Justin Herbert wait, I thought is in he a had bad situation. He's got Kellen Moore. Hey, I ain't no Kellen Moore guy. That's y'all. I just picked the Chargers to beat y'all because I have to. Because, because of the to, insane, you have to lose. Yes. To no, me? I have to. I Let's have go. to pick Guys. against the Cowboys. Messing what, what, with what, y'all. What are you talking about? I, I, I'm not letting you do that to do Brock Purdy right now. You no, can't. No, you you not, just said you. What, 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 what you I'm do? trying to say right. though is that staff right. that's sitting at the Chargers, okay, is incompetent in my opinion to get the best out of that quarterback. Mm. Okay, mm. that staff because. Anthony Lynn didn't get an opportunity to coach that kid. No. Okay? He, he, got, he had him one year, right. and then they had a Sydney packet. Right. They've given Brandon Staley multiple years to continue to look at this quarterback in sadness. Okay. okay. Because that's just the charge away. Right. Okay, I got you. I got you. Let me just say this. So what you're saying is, though the Chargers organization have dug deep into this and brought in quite a few people, they still haven't hit and amass the key to open the door to make all of Justin Herbert's flowers fly out. But Mr. Irrelevant come in and Kyle Shanahan found the perfect key for the last yeah. player drafted. Yeah. But we can't find a key for that the great statue. But, but this is what I'm telling you. We're That's finding every way to take things away from Brock no, Purdy no, not, but because you, no. we get caught up in what someone looks like no. instead of what you're getting on a football no. field and what, who's delivering I, in I, prime I, I, moments. I, I, 
Michael. Brock Purdy ain't he's a rookie. You're not listening. In his first offense. You are this not, is his first offense. You are not listening, it. man. I, I just it. said I heard it. if you took Brock Purdy and you gave him Brandon Staley and company, Brock Purdy ain't gonna he can't no one can operate with that. No one Brock at the quarterback Purdy would position. Figure it out no, he wouldn't. He knows no, how to play the they don't know even how to call the plays to help him figure it out. Mm. Seriously. That's not, but, but that's not Brandon Staley, that's the offensive coordinator. He's the head coach. Along with Kelly he's Moore. A defensive and guy. Joe Lombardi was the offensive coordinator a year ago. Same thing. I, I Same thing. That's all I'm saying. I understand this. I like Brock Purdy. I'm saying there's a physical gifts in this game. Oh. Shoulders down. Physical gifts, shoulders down. We measure so much on him. I'm just saying we miss out on that on that real gift, shoulders up. And, whoa, 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 whoa. and Brock Purdy has it. He it's does. not about having the strongest arm if I'm throwing it in this wrong direction. I'm just throwing yes, it so strongly at my defense or at the, to a defender. Brock okay. Purdy's right throwing the right place. Okay, go, go. Go, we got to get out of here. We're I can't wait right for the next topic right here, because man. we are going to discuss Stefanski versus Deshaun Watson, and this is getting real. Yeah, Hey folks, it's your man Keyshawn Johnson here to talk about Angie, formerly known as Angie's List, your go-to home services, marketplace for getting all your jobs done well. Now you might be wondering, what exactly is Angie? Well, let me tell you, it's the nation's largest home services marketplace, connecting over 150 million homeowners with skilled professionals to tackle any project, big or small. As a homeowner myself, I always have things I want to work on for my house, whether it's general home renovations or fun projects like putting in a pool. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it a breeze to research, compare, and hire pros, ensuring every job is done well. Whether you're fixing a leaky faucet or planning a full kitchen renovation, Angie's got your back. And get this, folks. Angie's pros aren't just any old contractors. They're your neighbors, often running small businesses right in your community. Plus, they've been rated and reviewed by others in your area. So you know you're getting quality service. So why stress over home projects when you can turn to Angie? From finding the best price to scheduling a pro at your convenience, Angie's got you covered every step of the way. So get started today at Angie.com. That's Angie.com or download the app today to get started on getting all your jobs done. That's Angie, your trusted ally in home services. Man, here we go again. Kevin Stefanski says he took Deshaun Watson out of the game, even though Deshaun was cleared to keep playing. Stefanski said he wanted to, quote unquote, protect his franchise quarterback after he'd taken a shot. Yet at that point, Deshaun was one of five for five yards with an interception. Stefanski got away with not playing Deshaun because the Browns pulled it out at Indy 39 to 38, thanks to two terrible late calls on the Colts. So, Richard, what in your view is going on here? Well, I think Deshaun Watson is more hurt than we're we're given we're led to believe. Uh, it looks like it when he's throwing the football, he's inaccurate. And for a couple games there, the game against Tennessee, you thought, hey, this guy is back to who he was. This is this is Deshaun Watson of old, and Deshaun Watson that the Cleveland Browns thought they were getting when they paid him two hundred thirty million dollars guaranteed. But 
At the same time, I, I'm very frustrated with the officiating in the National Football League right now because they're determining way too many ball games yep. and getting way too involved in the ball games, whether it's a unnecessary roughness foul that's uh, on, on Kareem Jackson that is a clean hit, and they're just like, oh, they're going to eject him out of the ball game because he's playing physical brand of football. Well, there's a small strike zone you got, and you lay in physical hits like that, and they're affecting ball games. You talked about the calls that affected this game, yep. uh, the illegal contact, and they, it, I, it's just frustrating yep. because this is a great game. While you're talking about it, Richard, is, we could show it real quick. Do we have the illegal this beautiful, contact play? beautiful game. Yes, we have. We yeah. play. It's, it's being ruined by things like this. It's, it's like, okay, this is a huge play in the ball game, yep. and you say, hey, here's the. But it's broken up because of. A play right there, no. where it's like, I mean, what are we talking about? This is this. I, I, I just yep. can't imagine Here's the a game being determined that way. Back in the end zone, the ball's uncatchable. Yeah, the it's ball's uncatchable. The ball is in the stands. It's, it's in the first <laughs> row of the stands. Yeah, but the dude grabbed his arm. Man, you can't grab a dude's arm. Right. But but again, these two calls changed the game. They, I, I, they, I understand okay. that, Skip. And the shake yeah. route by Amari Cooper, even though yeah. it was a, a, a sack fumble. Mm -hmm. He was running a shake route. You can't grab him. You can't impede Did when the guy him? is. It looks yes, like Amari absolutely. went right on no, by him. Amari, Amari eventually got out of the hold, okay? But it wasn't clean. It was, it was not clean at all. All right. Keyshawn, your thoughts on Deshaun and Stefanski? I, I think there's some stuff that's going on with I Deshaun. Uh, yep. I think from, you know, when you look at it yesterday, his head hit that turf. So, obviously, the first thing come to mind is concussion protocol. He goes in the tent shortly after, and then he's ruled basically out by Kevin Stefanski protecting. But, but he, the doctor said he could go that, on. That, that's yes. fine. The yes. doctor said, too, it could go back in, too. And we dealt with that several weeks later, yeah, right? But I thought we had moved that's past fair. that. No, we, yeah. you, we, we did move past it because it just happened to Deshaun in the game yesterday, Skip. So Kevin Stefanski stepped up, in my opinion, mm. and was able to say, you know what, I, I, I understand what the doctor said. But we're not going to deal with it. Let's, mm -hmm. let's just chill. Let P.J. Walker take over. If we win, we win. If we lose, we lose. But we obviously are trying to win the game. We probably have better odds with a healthier Deshaun out there. But right now, for my eyes as a head coach, he's not healthy to go. Oh. Plus, I think he's doing, dealing with something with his shoulder. So I, I don't have a problem at all with what Kevin Stefanski did. I have zero problem at all. I don't think there's any internal beef that's going on to the point where you feel like, okay, Kevin Stefanski's trying to show he's in control mm -hmm. and he'll play you when he wants to play you, yep. opposed to you saying when you want to play. I don't think that's the case. I really think in this situation that occurred yesterday that he is truly trying to look after his quarterback. Yet a couple of weeks back, you'll recall, Stefanski stepped up and volunteered to the media that Deshaun had been cleared by the doctors to play, but that Deshaun chose not to play and Stefanski didn't seem real happy about that. So it seems like there's a little friction going back and forth on the health of the $230 million guaranteed quarterback. Well, there is something. We don't know what that is. Again, Richard, when you look at his head hitting that ground, I, I like the fact that Kevin Stefanski hmm. decided to say no, even though the doctors cleared him because, again, hmm. We went through this situation with Tua, where he was cleared to play, and then all of a sudden, here we go, concussion, he, now he's out a little bit longer, and he's sustaining, and it happens again. You don't, you want to protect the player for themselves. Mm. That's really what you want to do. You want to try to protect the player as much as you can.
Okay, now to an even deeper issue to me, because you guys took me to task over this. You told me just a week or so ago, it's really two weeks ago, that the Cleveland defense is way better than the Dallas defense. And yet I'm looking here, the Colts rang up 456 yards with Gardner Minshew as the quarterback. They went 7 of 15 on third down with Gardner Minshew at quarterback. Gardner Minshew lost three fumbles in this game or maybe the home team would have won. And I'm looking at this. Wait a second. Yeah. Gardner Minshew yeah. threw for 305 yards. Would you believe that the Colts ran for 168 yards on the yeah. vaunted Cleveland yes. Browns defense? Absolutely. You guys, you tried to put me on the hot seat. I you said, wait a second. Believe it. Is Dallas's defense better than Cleveland's? And I said, no, they're yeah, not. it is. Oh, yeah, it is. They're not. Oh, they got, they got not. torched. No, they're not. They got absolutely torched yeah, yesterday. Some, some numbers, huh. yeah, some numbers yeah. were put up on Cleveland. Oh, some numbers. Some numbers were put up on Cleveland's huh. team, just huh. like Cleveland put up numbers on the 49ers, huh. just like Arizona put up numbers on Dallas, but I can sure tell you this, that number 95 huh. that they got, he stepped up. Did he? When he needed to. Wait, 95 he defense. He, rolled, he stepped up and rose to the occasion. Did he? That Miles Garrett do? Oh, come on, did Really? He? Wait you, a second. His, his defense gave up 38 points. Uh, again, Skip. 38? Do you want to explain to him? Dominating? Do you want to explain to him, Richard? I got you. Explain. He had two forced fumbles. Skip, one of them led to a touchdown. Mm -hmm. He blocked the field goal. It almost he led to another touchdown. I I, you might have seen. Yeah. Yeah, he jumped over the line. Yeah. He's kind of like your yeah. 11 from heaven, but, yeah. but does a lot more than your 11 from heaven does. Ah. He is what you believe your 11 from heaven mm. is. This is this is Miles Garrett. He, he's uh, the leader for <laughs> defensive player of the year right now, which I would imagine he would get if he continues to play at this level. So wait. I, I didn't mention any names. All I said was he stepped up. I didn't mention any names. Okay. I didn't want to mention any names. Wait, so number 95 plays for a defense yesterday as the defensive player of the year frontrunner, says Richard Sherman, and that defense gave up almost 500 yards? How could that be? When that happens to Micah's defense, you guys say, ah, oh, where was he? But but at did, the end. Did, does Micah's defense win? Did they win? Mm. Yeah, that's sure. the question. They're four they and two. Did they win yep. when the defense gave up 500 yards? Mm. Did they win? No, they didn't. Mm. They didn't. Did they win when they Arizona win. rushed for 222 on them? Yeah. No. When the 49ers went for a buck 70? No. But Miles Garrett, whatever little bleeding that was happening with the defense, bleeding? he figured up, gushing. figured out, okay, call it gushing. Yeah. An open wound floodgate. It was. <laughs> so, so guess what, everywhere. though, Skip? What did he do? Huh. He decided to say, you know what? Now I'm going to go block this. I'm going to go get a sack fumble, cause a scout. That's what he did. Yeah, and this wasn't Anthony Richardson. This was the Gardner Minshew. The, the individual. Gardner Minshew? The individual. I don't yeah. care about the name. Gardner Minshew could play in this league. He's won games in this league. Is he, he, you know, yeah. he did win games in this league. Mm. You know that and I know that. Here and there. So, yeah. in the end, though, 95 is what I'll call him. Mm. He stepped up when it counted most. Yeah. And they, they did got, not. They got two horrendous calls and they escaped. Or Kevin Stefanski would be on a hotter seat. Right I, I can't. I, I can't with well, you. They're four and two, just like your Dallas Cowboys. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, they done. They won two games with PJ Walker at quarterback. Okay. I mean, they somehow found a way to me, beat the San Francisco 49ers and I not just, get beat by thirty-two wait, points. Second, last year we won five games with Cooper Rush at quarterback. Okay, so that's that's wonderful. Yeah, and, but uh, we ain't talking yeah, about last year. We talking about yesterday. Uh, I just want. I want a real assessment from you. Yeah. Would you rather have? 
And don't don't lie to me. I'm not gonna lie would to you, you. Would you rather have Micah, Bosa? Oh, I thought you were saying Micah or Miles. Miles Garrett. Garrett. There, there's nobody that's making that decision. Bosa, Miles Garrett, or Micah Parsons. I'll take Micah. Oh, every you day. will. I love it. Oh, okay. I love it. Even yeah, though you complain on a else. constant basis that he does not show up, he, you're the one who complained about he, it. He is more explosive than that's those not what I, That's I'm not what I asked about you. Quickness yeah. and that's speed. That's not what I quickness asked you. And speed. Okay, so he who shows up yeah. better? So than who they shows can. up more? Those two or him? Those two. And you would rather okay, have a guy I'll that doesn't him. show I'll up in your him. words. He's still a baby. He's yeah. still oh, figuring still it out. Yep. Okay. And, and, and Bosa's There's not a baby. There's nobody else in the National Football League that's picking that's picking Micah over over Miles Garrett or Nicholas okay. John Bosa. Well, they can all do it. Literally they can all be else. wrong. They can all be wrong. I don't. I'm care. not saying that. I'm not saying Micah's not good. I'm just asking you yeah. as a guy who Micah continues to say, yeah. a guy that continues to say he doesn't show up. Mm-hmm. That's what you said. I do, and I need him to show up a little more. But when he shows so up, so you don't want really people that show up. up. You want people that show up sometimes. Show up and show out. Yep. I hate I got for it. you to be in my scouting department. Well, uh, I'm, I'm pretty good at scouting, actually, but we'll <laughs> discuss that in a couple of minutes here. Okay, speaking of the Dallas Cowboys or the 49ers, how afraid should the Cowboys or 49ers be of the Eagles that Keyshawn says, now the best team in the NFC? No mercy, no mercy, no mercy. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This Friday on Undisputed, don't miss Little Wayne making his weekly appearance along with special guest 2 Chains, 9.30 a.m. Eastern on FS1. Can't wait for Friday, but the Eagles pretty much dominated the Dolphins last night in Philly, holding to his offense to 244 total yards, about half of what it was averaging, and finally winning 31-17. to Pretty great. So, Michael Irvin, scale of 1 to 10, how afraid should the Cowboys be of the Eagles? <laughs> I, the, the word afraid... Is not the word I would use. I, I understand. You I, know what I mean? I, I, I would summarize the it. There. Right. I, I will give you an explanation the best way I can, and I will say it this way. I'll take the word afraid out and go opposite of that word and use courage. Courage. Now, the question is, when I saw what I saw yesterday, do I put this in front of courage or in in front of courage? Uh-huh. And, and, and when you ask me... What word goes in front of courage? I said, I was encouraged by Philadelphia and what I saw that said to me, I should be encouraged (laughs) that the Dallas Cowboys will be fine against this team when they see it. After you saw what happened in the San Francisco game, everybody assumed and assessed that, oh, Dallas is out. 
they're not even with the big boys. And yep. I came back here and said, let's hold on. That was mm. one game. And, and obviously, it looked like they were not even prepared to play that game, which blew my mind that they didn't have the same thought about the game as San Fran did. But you saw that. And I thought that was some real, real Good lesson, a real good lesson for them to see that because they don't guys, they shocked after that. I can't believe that. Why is everybody, why, why are you so hard on that? All of that stuff came out. That was great. Now you see what you are. I saw Philly, wanted to play the best against Miami. I saw a lot of shanks in that armor, Skip. Mm. I saw some shanks in that armor. Okay. I really did. And, 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 uh, and, and like they didn't even have their top corners yesterday. So I want to see what happened with Miami. If Miami had the top corners, I hope Miami still believe they can get them. But I absolutely have some courage. I, I encourage that Dallas can get Philadelphia. Are we still in this game? And as I said, the key, we are Mortimer. We're back. Mm. We're back in the hunt. Uh, with those top teams in the NFC, Dallas is back in that hunt. Mm. Go, Richard. I mean, I'm just speechless, Skip. I'm sorry. I, my, there's no delay on my carry. I'm just speechless because I don't, I don't understand how this shows you, encourages you at all if you're the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, I, I, I guess, uh, I guess you got to find some silver lining and hope in every every other team's victory. But they played a really good Miami Dolphins team. They came away with the victory, a double-digit victory. That defensive line with Jordan Davis and Jalen Carter and Hassan Reddick and Nolan Smith and Josh Sweat. And I'm not even talking about the old school guys and Brandon Graham and Fletcher Cox. You will not be feeling comfortable when they approach you in Dallas or in Philly, whenever that is. You talked about the big play by my guy, big play Slay. Played a great game. Is getting back to his ways, intercepting footballs, making huge plays. You hear Howie Roseman is in the market for a safety. They, they don't feel as great about their safety play. But a guy they do feel good about is a true number one receiver and all day, always open, A.J. Brown. That's bad. He, that's, that's, it's a bad boy. It's a bad man. Like He gets the ball. He makes a difference. You throw it down the field, he's double teamed. He makes a difference. Each and every game, each and every play, you know you're going to have to. And then you got the boy, the Phillies' very own, DeAndre Swift, who's having a really good season and making a huge difference week in and week out in that offensive line, which a lot would still argue is one of the best in, in the National Football League, is going to give you issues. So, Skip, I, 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 I mean, Irv, I don't even – I don't I don't see where you find an encouragement in this because he's, this is a bad team. This is a bad, bad team, and I mean bad in the best possible way. Right. right. All right, but Richard, as Michael pointed out, there's no Jalen Ramsey, there's no Xavier Howard, so the two starting star corners did not play last night for the Dolphins. Right. And by the end of the game, they were down even Isaiah Wynn, so they were down three starting offensive linemen that allowed Philly to eat a little more than they should have been able to eat at Tua's expense. Mm -hmm. I, I hear that. I hear that. That sounds good. I mean, I, this is the National Football League. Injuries happen. At the at the end of the day, you got to play with who's out there. You got to play with the corners that are out there. And and the offense, Tyreek Hill was still out there. Jalen Waddle was still out there. You, your impact players Waddle came Mostert. back out there. Yeah, Jalen Waddle left out. the game too. We, yeah. we 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 thank you for reminding uh, okay. everybody that they played half of Jalen Waddle only played half the game also. So so yeah, they were missing him too. But you, you got something you want to finish, Aaron? No, no, no. Go ahead. Okay, okay, good. Because, because now, listen, this game's about matchups. Now, I'm, just, I'm not just throwing this out to you. You ask me why. I'll tell you why. It's about matchups. 
And there are certain mm-hmm. things that Dallas does well that right now, that Dallas does well that right now Philly doesn't do well. Or I should say they play well into Dallas's hands. Right now, and I don't, we got 10 turnovers from your quarterback. Mm. That's not even playing Man. the Dallas Cowboys, who takes the ball away all the time. That is correct. So come on, man. By the so way, Michael, that's gonna... 10. That's second to only Desmond Ritter in turnovers right, right, right. in the NFL. Right. Second to Desmond Ritter mm-hmm. right now. Right we, now. We only played seven games. Yeah. Seven games. They had 10 turnovers. I think he had eight all of last year, six and two. That's true. All of last year when you had that incredible year. Yep. So you're telling me I'm looking at something else. So you guys are looking at last year and you're placing it as a cover over this team as if some L's <laughs> going to all get fixed mm-hmm. when they see the Cowboys and these 10 turnovers won't be a problem because they I, I'm telling you they will be a problem and Cowboys no, gonna take no. that ball away a couple of times and make plays those Irv, are the things I'm talking Irv. about when I talk matchups in this game Irv, 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 yes. I, what, what should make you even more terrified is that he has all these turnovers and they still six and one, Herb. Like they have all this and they are still six and one. They are not losing these games that he's having these turnovers, that he's making these mistakes. You should be very, very afraid of that. When he was playing at a high level and not making the mistakes, you expect him to win. When he's turning the ball over, you shouldn't be expecting him to still win. They're still winning ball games because they are overpowering people. Last last year, last year when Dak had all those turnovers, and, mm. and they were still winning. Nobody said that. Mm-hmm. I was the only one that would say that. Mm-hmm. But now, all of a sudden, this suffice. That's amazing to mm. me. That's just right. <laughs> ten, ten, ten turnovers is never okay. Mm. But, but, but you're right. If you're winning football games, that, that, that's great. But what we're talking about right here is a projection. Mm. The Cowboys take the ball away. If you're already giving it away before we even take it away, then I'm going to expect that there'll be a lot of takeaways in that game, the ones you give and the ones Dallas take. That gives you these opportunities we're talking about. Mm. Your base is running the football. Mm -hmm. You're running the football. When they slowed down the run, and not just not 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 just last night, not just Miami. Miami slowed the run down and slowed down Jalen Hurts. But last week, what Cleveland did last week when you lost that game, and you watch you watch those safeties shoot and make sure that Jalen Hurts don't get running around the end, and they did it again last night. This is taking away that sure run game that Philly was so great with. So now they're even a tush-push team, or they'll throw the ball up the field all the way to heaven 11, A-B 11. Last season, this team would mold you over. Like they did in the first half mm-hmm. of last night. They mold over Miami. They just mm-hmm. ran the ball. But they're not doing it consistently as well as they did Good last point. year. And that gives, that gives Dallas an opportunity here. Okay, Richard, so on a fear scale of 1 to 10, how What's much do number? I fear Philadelphia as a Cowboy fanatic? I'm at a 3 because I'm going to remind you, your man Big Play played last year at Dallas. So did Bradbury played last year at Dallas. I know they've added a couple of pieces. They lost a couple of pieces on defense. But Dak Prescott hung 40 points on that defense on Christmas Eve last year. It wasn't that long ago. Pretty much the same defense, 40 points. And there's no C.J. Gardner-Johnson now, who was a really good piece of that defense, and now he's obviously a Detroit Lion. So I'm also looking at last night, 
And Jalen came out in the second half wearing a knee brace. Right. And they were very right. tight-lipped after right. the game, right. but it right. looked like he was limping off the field at the end of the game, limping away from his post-game interview. I, again, I'm not, I'm knocking on wood for Jalen. I love him. I'm not wishing injury, but he does get banged up. He does run with the football. He does put himself on, in harm's way. And I'm wondering, will he be right the rest of the year? Will he be able to do what he does the rest of the year? Now he's got some sort of knee issue. And again, last night, what was the, what was the big takeaway? Well, they kept the ball for 37 minutes. Tua had it for 23 because Tua could not, his offense could not run the football at all because they wound up with 12 carries for 45 yards. If you take all the hocus-pocus runs away from Miami, Tua starts getting exposed because he's a little undersized and he's a little underarmed and he's going to throw a floating interception that big play is going to put in his back pocket. So that's what happened last night. So I wasn't all that impressed with Philadelphia because the truth was that was pretty predictable what happened last night. Well, I mean, I, I guess, I, I guess, Skip, uh, I guess we're going to, I got high hopes for you, dog, and we're going to see, because when they, 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 we get to see it twice. Yes, and, we do. And I, li- I love how you, how you, like, pick your moments to go back to last year and not this year, because there are not, there's not a lot of things to hot. There's not a signature win for you to hang your hats on this year. So you can't yeah. bring up anything from this year that you can't give me a signature win against a winning team uh, this year to, to, for the Dallas Cowboys. And the reason you can't, because I don't think they will get a signature win against a winning team, but they got plenty of opportunities. Philadelphia is coming into town, and we'll see. Yeah, and we're just talking the matchup here, though, uh, Sherman. Sherman, when you talk about San Fran, San Fran runs that ball laterally. Dallas is going to run it more directly. You see what I mean? And Dallas has a more physical offensive line than Miami does uh, coming at Philadelphia. So, so that'll give some opportunities. I, I, I can't wait for the game. I think it's going to be a great game. I, uh, my only thing is, I, I was only questioning, why did Jalen kind of let me know about that knee injury? That, 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 that puzzled me as I watched this last night instead of just saying, hey, everybody's fine. I know he ultimately said that. But now remember now, this is a developing passer, a developing passer. Thank God they got AB11 because he's cured any mistakes that you made. And he's been catching a lot of big passes and a lot of big plays. You know, when the Cowboys see him, hopefully they're going to cloud AB11 and see if Jalen is going to be that accurate and see if he's having a confidence issue. That's why he's bringing up the knee because he's saying, I know I ain't throwing like I need to. I'm a knee hurt or doing mm-hmm. the things I need to do. So is he feeling a little less than Jalen hurts? Being hurt, if you know what I mean. (laughs) Like it. All right. Up next, we've got to talk about my guy, Baker Mayfield. Is he finally falling back to earth? No mercy. No mercy. No mercy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Once again, your turn. Hashtag Undisputed Life. Here we go. First tweet. Skip and Irv knowing the Eagles are too physical for the Cowboys. They're physical. They they are. 
They are. But 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 <laughs> the, on the other side, the quarterback ain't clean enough. See, and Brock Purdy, he's clean. That physical over there is more physical with the clean quarterback. Okay. I'm just trying to help you. Okay. Tweet number two. Richard and Keyshawn when Skip said Mac Jones looked a little Brady-esque. Hell no. I, I was actually being what's called facetious. And tweet number three from Thomas Edwards. Playmaker when gushing over the Ravens play yesterday. You know, the, hey, this man, you got preacher in you. You got frustrated preacher. You got, you got wannabe preacher. Did you ever want to be a preacher? Uh, he certainly, you know, hey, look, he certainly didn't want to be a preacher. My mom said to me. I bet you did. She said, baby, guess what? God told her I was going to be a preacher. I told really? my mom. I said she said that all the time. I said, Mom, talking to talk is one thing. Walking to walk is another. Let me do something else for you. That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, no, no, no. He has redeemed himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. <laughs> of course. But we, you, uh, hey, yeah, in, in the spiritual world, all of your bad decisions are used to help others redeem themselves. So now you can take it as a badge to go in and say, listen, I've come through this. So now I can speak to you. That's oh, thank you. Absolutely. I like that. He's all right. Saved. Michael helped me out in a lot of ways. Trust me. Did he? Okay. <laughs> yes, a whole hey. bunch. <laughs> All right. See, I'm going to let all that go because I don't know where you're going with that. <laughs> we were talking earlier. Just let people know, Skip. Yeah. We were talking earlier about how great it is. I'm still staying at the hotel. The key used to come and see me when he first got drafted uh, 30 years ago. Yeah, yeah we, Those were the days. That we yeah. still get oh, yeah. Some stories could be told. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. A little, little bit. A little bit. But, yeah. I, but as I said, he helped me in a lot of ways. I learned a lot about the NFL. <laughs> All right, speaking of the NFL, back to the field. Baker Mayfield did some good things and some not-so-good things yesterday as he did lead the Bucs to a 13-all tie with 49 seconds left. But a defensive breakdown, Kyle Pitts, allowed Atlanta to move to a walk-off field goal 16-13. Now the 4-3 and three Falcons take a half-game lead in the NFC South over 3-3 three and three Tampa Bay. Keyshawn, we start with you. What has happened to Baker and the Bucks? You know, I, I really, they, they both are kind of backpedaling, going in a different direction as a team and Baker. Yep. If, you, if you look at it, Skip, you know, you start to early on, we say, oh, oh God, Baker's back. He's, he's got the talent. He's got Mike Evans and Godwin, and they're able to do this in a nice defense. Yeah. He's rolling, and it's, mm -hmm. no commercials, and it's, it's yep. no commercials. seems like. Yep. This man will be getting a long-term extension at the end of mm -hmm. the year. Yep. But since then, he's gotten off to a bad start mm. here over the last the several the games since the bye. 0-2. You know, 0-2, but he's, he's turned the ball over four in four straight games, okay? He's yep. giving the ball to the other team. And when you look at the two, two games that they're 0-2, yep. he's throwing one touchdown, two interceptions. Mm -hmm. You cannot win football games get, no matter how you look at it. When you give the ball to the other team, yeah, you're going to lose. Mm. That's just the reality of it. I don't know quarterbacks that give the ball to the other team that consistently win football games. He hasn't taken the next step like I thought at the start of the beginning of the season. I thought he was going to continue to show growth. He's taken a major step back. It's some ill-advised throws in there because he thinks he can do it because I'm Baker. I'm Superman. I, I, I could do this. 
And it hasn't worked out for him. Now, there's plenty of time to turn it around again. Um, do I think that the team in Tampa could? Maybe. I mean, maybe. they got they, Their schedule is not brutal, but it's not easy either. Mm. And one of the things that Baker can't afford to do is allow the naysayers to start to seep back in like it was right in Cleveland. Yep. When he was having success and he started to have some failures, and things started to seep into his mind where he completely unraveled. Mm. Now, is that going to happen here? I, I, I don't know. But I can assure you this, though. If he doesn't turn it around here in the next couple of weeks, they'll probably move in another direction at the quarterback's position and take a look at the guy behind him. That could be right. I, 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 in this NFC South here, they still have a chance. They do. It's the battle between them in Atlanta. That game yesterday was for first place. And I, I looked at it, and I like to sum up games, and I saw uh, that's young buck, old buck, right? Literally, old bucks, old buccaneers, the mm-hmm. older dudes going yep. up against them young bucks over in Atlanta. That's true. And plain and simple, Atlanta's a better team. Yeah. Atlanta gave Tampa every opportunity to win that football game. Every opportunity. The Ritter fumbled down on the goal line and they brought back. I mean, they should have scored there. They turned the ball over. You know, they gave them every opportunity. And I was never afraid that Atlanta would lose with all the opportunities that Tampa got. What that told me, that Atlanta is a better football team, a better football team, a younger football team. Atlanta has something working. I don't know if Ritter's going to be the ultimate answer yeah. to all those little young players they got over there working and putting that piece together. But right now, Atlanta is clearly better, clearly better mm. than Tampa. And I don't know that Tampa, I don't, I'm not saying Tampa can't get better because the one game, Mike, Mike Evans, since the bye, Mike Evans was hurt when he first came out the bye, he played much better yesterday. Mike Evans is Great Baker's Mayfield security blanket. So the game that he was hurt didn't do much. I, I, I take that game out. Yesterday's game, he, he was there and they performed and they just lost that game to a better football team. But how much better can Baker get if we give him a few more weeks in this system, learning the players that he's playing with? But boy, I tell you what, Atlanta got some young studs, oh, some man. young bucks that when they, when they do find that right quarterback of Ritter, is not it. They, they, they can be scared. But when you say young, it's not like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Other than oh, they older. Evans, no, they're yeah, older. Yeah, 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 yeah. But we're not well, talking about a team full of 10-year vets. Mm. We're not talking about a team know. full of 10-year vets. Well, Godwin, like Devin Bush, Bush Devin White. Oh, those, those, those yeah, but they got a lot of young dudes on that team, too, the way that I look at it. That's season. This is not a team full of 10-year vets all the way across the board. Those yeah. dudes, are, Baker Mayfield's still young, man. He's still he a young quarterback. So I said he did some good things. Let's see the first touchdown pass to Mike Evans because this was a thing of beauty. This tied it at seven, and I was expecting to see more of this as the game went on, and we did not. Here's that first, though. This ties the game at seven. I mean, you can't do it much better mm. throwing and That's so beautiful right there. It's just a beautiful play. Yeah. And what a beautiful route by Mike Evans. Just a beautiful Yo, route. You guys can see Mike yep. Evans at the top of that route. He, how he leaned into that DB. Yep. Right, right here. I, that's called climbing. That climbing. Boy, that's right. That's all right. Beautiful. And then when I least expected it, I thought Baker was playing a clean game, seemed in control, and all of a sudden he throws an interception mm. on a second and eight play down at the thirty-six. And I'm like, what? What are you doing? Because this is mm. that's not a good idea. That that is double covered, and he airmails the receiver, and it was just a bad idea, on top of a bad throw. 
and all of a sudden the ball's going the other way, and that put them in harm's way. But then Baker literally ran himself out of trouble. We could see the 31-yard run on a yeah, scramble. This is a nice yeah, run right here. This is a here. nice yeah. run. He can move a little bit. Yeah, yeah, he's he not trying. blazing, but he's no. going. To <laughs> he was trying. He did what he was supposed to he, do. He got 31 yards on that. But then they break down. They finally got it down to first and goal at the eight, and he fired a couple to Godwin in the end zone and missed him, and then he got sacked. And it's just you you, you got to cash. You, if you cash there, maybe you win the football right. game. But here he goes on his run, and he can still move around a little bit. Then if we could see the late play, just when I thought Todd Bowles' defense had their number, had Desmond Ritter's number, this is to Kyle Pitts. And he's a stud, as Michael just said. He is a flat-out. I loved him coming out of the draft. Yeah. He has not been as productive as I thought he would be, but that is a productive play that won the football game because Koo is not going to miss from there. Well, you look at the teams that yeah. they've beaten, though, Minnesota, Chicago, and New Orleans, and they've lost to Philly, Detroit, and now, as Michael said, a much better team in Atlanta. Yeah. So they really haven't beaten anybody no. that you would say, okay, they, they, this team here – is going to be reckoned with. Now, they're in a division that's somewhat soft with New Orleans uh, and Carolina. And yeah. come down, I think, right now, it's probably going to come down to Atlanta mm. and Tampa Bay. Most likely, Atlanta will pull through if Baker Mayfield doesn't right. – if he doesn't start playing like he did earlier in the season. But you do take into account that, okay, this is Baker's – you know, this is this his is like, time learned, grabbing his offense and trying yep. to get it all under control. So you're saying this is still early on – and he's still going to get a little bit better. Now you're trying to project, will the better be better enough yep. to get this team into a playoff and make any kind of noise? And, and, and I, I, I can't project that even though I'm a seer. I can't see well, that. Well, I am not writing them off, and I still say they will win this division. And they still have just as good a chance as anybody to win this division at 3-3 three and three as opposed to Atlanta's 4-3. Cowboys going to win their division? They, they're going to take yes. something for them to I, win I noticed division. you keep me out of them segments. Yeah. Yeah. I want oh, to really? Ride. Okay, well, speaking of the Cowboys, it's they are... It's going to take some for Tampa to win that division. I don't know how the Cowboys are six-point favorites. Oh, are they? Over Dallas's own Matthew Stafford as he comes over home. Is this a trap game? We're about to like debate. That. See, I'm out of this one. <laughs> <laughs> no mercy, no mercy, no mercy. down. Mike Tomlin Steelers beat the Rams 24-17 out here in L.A. Thanks in part, large part, to a laughably favorable spot for a first down that ended the game. So now the Rams play at Dallas next Sunday, and the Cowboys are, believe it or not, a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Richard Sherman, are you ready to make the case for a Rams upset? No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I would have if they would have won this game. I might have been, you know, I might have been on that boat, but they didn't win this game. So I have no reason to to think they'll win in Dallas this week um, after they just lost to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mm. I, I worry about this game. And I tell you what worries me. I'll tell you what gives me a little peace. You, you know, this is still that same offense that we watched destroy Dallas and that, that, that defense. Uh, when they played in San Francisco. Mm. Um, that, that's my concern, that it is that same offense. It's a lot of eye-gate stuff, a lot of trickery, a lot of move around. Now, that's my concern. What, 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 I, what I take a little piece in is that it's not Brock Purdy running the offense. And it, even though they got these two great receivers that are really hooked in with Matthew Stafford, yeah. if I'm patient, 
if I'm patient enough, sooner or later, Matthew Stafford gonna wanna pull out them guns and pop, 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 pop. cause he's a gunslinger. Mm-hmm. And he will throw a few in the air that you can come back and get. But this team does have those two receivers that they can mess up with all the movement, mm. mess up that defense. Mm. And Richard, would you believe that that very young receiver of theirs named Puka Nakua, would you believe mm-hmm. that he leads the NFL in yeah. targets now? He yeah. leads in yep. targets, and he had 12 targets mm-hmm. yesterday and caught eight of them for 154 yards, while Cooper Cup mm-hmm. was kind of an afterthought. He caught two for 29. He has bedeviled our Cowboys before, and I don't doubt he'll get his next Sunday at Dallas. But the point mm-hmm. is, we're back to a spot that cost the Rams a chance to go win the game or at least tie the game. And to your point, Richard, earlier in the show, you said uh, officiating was horrendous yesterday. And this, if we could see the spot again, uh, it, it's just it, yeah, that play. It's ridiculous. That, and again, this, this ended the game. And I, right. I just don't know how. How could you spot this over the line? He, he doesn't even get close to the line. Right. Okay, so that was the difference in the game because mm. that virtually ended the game. And as Michael, you know this, Jerry Jones always talks about officiating and defends it, saying that human frailty has always been a part of football. So mm-hmm. you have to accept that the refs are just human and it makes it more interesting in Jerry's eyes as he's defending the shield, obviously, saying, hey, it, it, human frailty makes football more fun because we can all argue about how bad the calls were or how good they were. Right. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it's not fun for the the betters and the gamblers, no, the people right. who who risk right. a lot of money on these games, for it to be human frailty that that determines whether they won or lost this money or won or lost the game. I mean, that doesn't make sense to me. But I, I guess it is what it is. The, the, it, they're not doing anything about it. So how can I do something about it? They're more concerned about pregame fights than they are the quality of the officiating in these games. That's true. Well, and, but, but, but I thought they could have done something about it. You saw right away that that, 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 that spot was off. And we kept looking yeah. at it saying, well, do they have a challenge? It's, uh, it's not inside no. of two minutes. Okay, but you saw right away, right away that you messed up. So you should, you should, you, you should say, hey, hey, you corrected that spot and made that not what it was. And it wasn't a first down. That was, that was a bad call. Agreed. So, Richard, I'm here to say, and I think Michael's leaning this direction, if I were a betting man, I would take the six and a half points because I think it'll be a closer game than six and a half because Matthew Stafford, even though he's lost four straight to the Cowboys after winning his first two, he does play much better to me even even than usual against Dallas because he's from Highland Park High School played there with Clayton Kershaw, played both baseball and football, and he's going home, and he's put on shows there. People won't remember this, but it was the first game he ever played at Dallas. They fell behind 27-3, to and he brought them, thanks to Megatron, all the way back Calvin to win Jones. that game. Right. Do you remember that? And, yeah. and then Megatron came back two years later at Detroit and against Brandon Used Carr, our cornerback. Remember, Megatron caught 329 yeah. yards worth of passes as Matt threw for Yeesh. 488. 329. Richard, can you imagine a receiver ever going for 329 <laughs> against you in one game? Skip, Skip, I'm retiring on the field at that moment in time, and I'm walking home. You, you Regardless would. of where I'm at, I'm walking home. Wait, what was the most you've ever given up, sir? 
I didn't give up. I gave up a hundred twice in my career. Really? Who? To who? That's it, baby. Yeah. Oh. Oh man, it was it, Stevie Johnson got me one time in, in, in Toronto, Buffalo. To be, I might not know about Stevie Johnson. Stevie, Stevie Johnson got me one time. And Jerome Simpson got me my rookie year on. He got me on two like big plays uh, early on, and then I didn't give him up. So that's it. That's yeah, it. Nobody else got that. So, so yeah, 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 Jerome yeah, Simpson. yeah these are arbitrary right. names. Brandon Marshall, right? Almost got me. And that bothers him. Just the fact that there are those names that bothers him because he says, yeah. "How did those guys get me? If the other guys did get me, yeah, and, you know what I mean? Right. It just sticks with you." That's like the Cowboys losing at Arizona, right? Right. It happens. <laughs> it happens. Right. It happens. All right. Up next, do you give Kirk Cousins any shot tonight against the 49ers? We're about to find out. No mercy. No mercy. No 49ers tonight are six and a half point favorites at Minnesota. Richard Sherman, who wins and what's the score? Uh, the San Francisco 49ers win. Uh, I think they, I wanted to say 28-17, but I go 28-21, San 28, Francisco. 21, that's uh, I, I'm not even going to give a score. They're going to cover the six and a half points. They I don't are? even care about the score. Okay, so you think it's a route? Yeah, it's a, I don't know if it's a route, but they're going to cover the score. They're going to take mm. care of business and keep it moving toward their sights on getting to the NFC Championship game. Mm. Right. My concerns here are the health of Debo Samuel and Trent Williams. One yep. without the other worries me for this sense. These are the two that walk in front of the team as they walk out, set the yep. tone for the team as they move out. I would be really scared if they were playing a very physical, physical team, yep. but it's Minnesota, it's Minnesota, and they win 31-21 because okay. they want to get a showing All after right. losing So for me, this is torture because on back-to-back -back nights, I have to root for a quarterback I don't believe in. Tua last night, Kirk Cousins tonight. I'm sorry, I can't go there. I say San Francisco 30, Kirk Cousins 10 with three interceptions because this defense oh, will yeah, right. feast. Ain't no on wait, 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 skip right. I want to change mine. 30 to 15. They won't get it 21. That defense is going to no, 30 to 15. All right, that down. is it for today's they, they Undisputed. We are back tomorrow, 930 <laughs> Eastern, and I can't wait. Oh, man, that's